With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. What's going on, guys? It's Mike Cerrone from the DC Crossover Podcast. Ben and I have been producing audio content since our teenage years. But now, don't we wish we had the tools you guys have to create and distribute your own content? Let me quickly tell you about our new sponsor, Anchor. Now, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's definitely something I love using. One reason, because it's free, people, F-R-E-E. As most of you may know, free is one of my favorite words, so don't get that mixed up. So no charge to start up with Anchor. Now let's talk about how easy it is to use. With Anchor, there are creation tools that allow you guys to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Super simple and super accessible from anywhere. Now that you recorded, how do you distribute to the streaming apps? Anchor does it for you, folks. Whether it be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or more, they got you. Using Anchor, you can actually make money from your podcast. Straight hard cash, homie. Whether you have a handful of friends, family, or group that wants to hear your content, there is no minimum listenership. It's everything you would ever need to make a podcast in one simple place. Want to get started? Here's what you guys need to do. Download the free Anchor app on your phone or go to anchor.fm to get your podcast started today. Now back to our nation's capital with Sarone and Simpson. Oh, that's exactly what happens to old people is when there's rain outside, their knees, oh, my knee's barking. Yeah. That's, that's, not, that's not what it that's, is. That's what you said. No, it's 100%. Yeah, my knee hurts. Because you have fake knees, right? <laughs> is, that, is that what they call it? Isn't it fake? Don't it's, you have a fake knee? Why'd you just look at it? I don't know. It's not like a, a, a piece of tin. See like, see like a metal metal knee. Yeah, you see like a, like a flower pot sitting on my knee. It makes zero sense. Yeah, but don't no, they, it's not, it's didn't not, they do stuff? Yes, they did stuff. Yeah, what kind of stuff? They, uh, well, I tore three ligaments in both yeah, knees. Yeah. Um, and basically. Uh, don't need to brag. Yeah. Um, you know, two for two. And uh, basically what happened was they ended up, I think, well, I forgot if this is the, f- I forgot if this is the first or second knee. I think, no, my right one was my first We only one. have two of them, so. Well, I got two. I, yeah. I got a cough. Oh, okay. <coughs> Cool. I almost okay. Could they fix your lung while they were at it? <laughs> My what? Your lungs? Yeah, I don't know what's going on with me right now. Yeah, you keep coughing. That they basically how they took. Um, I think they, I don't know about the second one, but the first one they took out a piece of my hamstring Ew. and put it in my knee. So that's okay. how they that's how they did that. But okay, um, second one I forgot. But yeah, they put a piece of my hamstring. Uh, it's like reverse Tommy John. Yeah, because. And Tommy John, don't they take a like a muscle out of your ass and then they put it in your arm? Is it your ass? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. Am but, I? Do I look like a doctor? <laughs> but, they, but they always say that uh, after you get Tommy John and everything like that, you yeah. get you know it's what, what is it, you're, you're stronger than you usually are. Yeah, and you can fart from your arm. That's how it works with Tommy John surgery. I don't know. I mean, I don't know why you aren't reading the same books I am. <laughs> I, 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 don't. I think they talk about it in Matt Christopher. Remember those books? The Matt Christopher books? Is that? Uh, Do you, you, can, you can look it up. I'm going to Google it. Yeah. Matt Christopher. <laughs> Matt Christopher. Yeah. Remember those books? 
It's like the, I, the home run kid, and like if I see uh, if I see some of the um, if you see the covers of the books, I think you'll remember. Matt, uh, yeah, I remember that because oh yeah, because yeah, his name was like huge. Like his name was yeah. like the title basically. Like, <laughs> football, right, Matt? Did you settle down a little bit? Wow, these are kind of yeah. Why did, why are all the kids Asian? Uh, I don't think they are. This one says shortstop from Tokyo, and it's an Asian yeah, kid. That might just be the that. What about this guy? It's Jeremy Lin guy. It says Wheel Wizards. Jeremy Lin just signed with uh, Toronto today. Oh yeah, fun fact. Fun fact. <laughs> I, I I keep I keep really into Jeremy Lin. Uh, Matt Christopher transactions. I remember these books actually. Yeah, I wonder what year these were. I mean, he was no Judy Bloom, <laughs> but uh, Junie B. Jones. What were all those? Matt Christopher, the number one sports writer for kids. Number one. Voted on by He's an old dude. Matt Christopher. <laughs> it was a one man vote. Yeah. Matt Christopher, because no one else is writing writing for these. Yeah. The basket counts, Matt Christopher. Shoot for the hoop. Wow, like are these stories about actual kids? Yeah. There was one where uh There's a lot of basketball. There was a, I don't know if we talked about it on the show, but there was one where it was like the million dollar free throw where he had to like for a million dollars, this kid had to make a free throw on, in, on like halftime of the NBA Finals, and the whole book was about him like training for that. And then like he got approached by like a better who obviously you know you, obviously if you're betting on that you got to you know reach out to the kid and say look if you miss the shot on purpose I'll give you like you know fifty grand um, fifty grand guaranteed yeah. for missing the shot. So Matt Christopher he got into some stuff there in his, with his books. So it just made me think of that. Um, this, this one, yeah, Matt Christopher on the court with Michael Jordan. I think I actually read that. It actually there you made, go. looks actually really it's bringing familiar. you back. Yeah, little Mikey, uh, his Jordan. his feet dangling over the side of the bed. One bad knee. Uh, that wasn't that. It wasn't that one point. robot metal knee. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I think they. Uh, well, I was watching uh, QB one the other day. Yeah, so, great show. Uh, great show. Riley yeah. Martell. Who do they have? Look her up on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, you told <laughs> do me yourself that. a favor, folks. <laughs> <laughs> unless you're like Mike's parents. I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah, unless you're or somebody, my parents. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I swear, there was something going on with I text. Did you see my text about that? I think Riley and, uh, and JT, or what's oh. his name? TJ, what's, what was his name again? Tate. Tate. Um, Tate Martell. I don't know why this one with the Yeah. yeah there's, 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 it was a little. Yeah. They're a little. Odd. I have two sisters, and my sisters don't act like that around me. Where yeah. She's like hugging him for like extended yeah. periods of time. Yeah. And, you know, Showing love and affection. A, a, lot, a lot more yeah. than no, a typical I know. I human know. being. It's a little weird. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's, that's definitely a good uh, suggestion. But you were saying you were watching QB1? I was watching QB1. And uh, the other kid, the, like, yeah. you know how it's like, actually, because I, I watched the second season first, and then I watched the first season, uh, which I usually so got Jake from, yeah, from Georgia, from whatever. Yeah, get it right. Uh, and then you got the guy that went to Wake Forest, Tavon Bowers. Tavon Bowers, yeah. And you got Tate Martell. Yeah, Tavon Bowers had the, 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 the low seed of those three. Well, that's, that's what I was saying. Like, out yeah. of those three and out of the He's second, done the second three. Which one? Tavon. He's yeah. done like nothing. Well, well you know why? It's because the guy from the second season went to Wake Forest. The, oh, uh, right. Sam, Sam guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sam, whatever his name is. Yeah, I haven't watched as much of the second season. But, <clears throat> yeah, the the Tate guy, though, giant D-bag. Giant yeah. D-bag. Oh. The it, entire time. Literally. It's yeah. like, I, lo- I love how 
he knew cameras were around him, and his mom said, "Hey, charge your phone." He's like, "Oh my god, I was on fifty percent." And then all of a sudden, he's out there, and they're all drinking and stuff like that. It's yeah. like, and oh, they were quote unquote not drinking. Yeah. Apparently, like they yeah. had red solo cups. I mean, like, it was like Vegas, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, no, no, it was. Yeah, he was in. Yeah, he was in. Yeah, he, he was in Vegas. He, or not, Vegas. he was in uh, now Nevada. He's gonna, yeah, now he's going to go play in Miami now. Yeah. But that was so funny though, because you always have that one like not loser, but like that one kid that's like yeah. going to Wake Forest or going to like Duke or something yeah. like that for football. Yeah. Then you have like these guys going to Georgia and Ohio State and all this stuff. Then you have, you know, this one kid who plays at this random school that, you know, wins, you know, six games. Seven. Yeah. You knew when the producers of the show, like when these guys were getting their offers and stuff like that, they were like, oh, can we, is it too late to find another kid? And then, uh, no, <laughs> no we're going to stick this. with Tavon. Speaking of football, we haven't had done a show since Super Bowl. Um, it's weird. The Super Bowl feels way longer ago than it was. Yeah. Like it's, it was just last weekend. Yeah. And it feels like it was like a month ago. And it was, as we know, the most boring Super Bowl ever yeah. in, in history of Super Bowls of all time. Yeah. It was the most boring game. Did you watch the entire thing? Yeah. Anyway, we'll, we'll, I mean, obviously, I, like, I, I had that for our first uh, topic. Oh, okay. So we'll get into that. Oh, I didn't um, know. Okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Sorry. I forgot. I was, well, here, yeah. I, I know. I understand. Okay. Um, but, uh, like, basically, because we were going to have that interview and stuff like that. Sure. So I was sure. the timing. But no, the, we can wait. The thing about the QB1, though, <laughs> I, I forgot to actually make my point, which is yeah. typical when I talk about him. Uh, basically, Tavon had towards ACL in that, that last game of the regular season. Oh, right. So right. that's why. I read about it, or not read, I watched it, and I, it reminded me that he got the same kind of thing I did, where it's like a screw or a nail or something right. like that in your Ugh. knee, but it makes it's like made out of calcium or some crap. I have no idea how that's possible, or, yeah. or something. Does something it that, dissolve? Yeah, it dissolves and actually becomes part of the bone. That's wild. How yeah. come we're all not getting that done to make our knees stronger? <laughs> Why don't you just go do it uh, next weekend? I'll use an extra bone in my knee. I could maybe yeah, I could dunk. Yeah, yeah. Help me dunk or maybe something like that. Give me some more hops. No, I think that that happened to me too. So, but mine's like titanium or something like that. So it supposedly uh. doesn't go off at airports. Funny airport story. So I'm going to. Uh, well, I, this is way back when. Sure. I went to Florida for the spring training. Okay, for the spring training. Yeah, for the spring training. The, the, the only, only one. one. <laughs> the only one that ever happened. Only one. So it's me and my mom. Uh-huh. And my grandparents and my aunt Christy actually met us down there as well. And, shout out uh, to Aunt Christy, yeah, at KP. Shout out. So she met us down there, and um, a few funny things happened there. But I'll tell you this one story. Sure. Uh, we're at the airport, and every time you go to the airport, you always have that one, uh, you know, that one TSA guy that's always that that, that asks like, "Oh, bomb, bomb check," you know, is like, yeah. like yes, yeah, like. And I always wear bandanas, which is probably the worst part about going to airports. I always wear bandana because it's like you know. You know, it's just, you know, what if it's, yeah, a, but what if you, it's a hot airplane? But or you like, like that? immediately you want... stick out when you yeah, wear the bandana. It's exactly. like this guy clearly has so much cocaine <laughs> yeah. that like an unbelievable amount He's of cocaine in, from Richmond. in his bag. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's so funny because uh, like I, th- I get bomb checked all the time when I'm with my buddies. But going to Florida, uh, you know, it was okay. It's not bad. Um, you know, my mom, she was taking care of my grandmother. I was taking take care of Pap because my, my grandma or Pap or so, I forgot who had to get a wheelchair or something like that because it's a long walk. Yeah. And uh, so on the way back from Florida, sure. we're in the airport and we're at uh, Orlando Airport and we're sitting there in the in the like the security line or whatever to go through the little uh, metal detector. And the, the guy says to, to my Pap, he says, 
hey, sir, I'm going to need you to uh, undo your suspenders um, because, you know, they're, they're, they're metal, stuff like that. My pap's like, hey, I'm letting you know now, young man, that these pants are going down <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> if I undo my suspenders. <laughs> so the funny thing is, is Grant was going a little slow uh, walking or whatever to the, to the security line, or they went to the different line or something. So my mom and her were like yeah. ten people back, so they're watching, like watching this oh, go through. God. So me and Pat, and I'm sitting there, and I, at this point, I think I was, I was, it was like a freshman in college, something like this. Yeah. So I'm like 19 years old, and I'm sitting there, and I'm just, I'm just like laughing because I, I hear my Pat go off, and uh, you know, and, and not, not really go off, but ba- basically go up to somebody and converse with them. Yeah, it's hilarious. Yeah. So they're like, "But sir, we're going to need you to do that, right? We're going to, we just, we have to." He, he's like, "I'm telling you." My pants are gonna come down. And nobody wants to if see they do that. that. Yeah. So, so they were like, "Sir, it, it's protocol." You know, all this garbage. So oh, th- this man. guy, he must have been his first day on the job or something like be. that. So my, my pap's like, "All right, clip, clip, boom!" Oh, straight to my the floor. God, and I, I start dying laughing because, <laughs> and he's like, "I told you, I told you." Oh my <laughs> and, god! And that, this all of a sudden. A flock of TSA agents start flying in. Sir, sir, sir. And they're trying to get him to pull his pants back up. He's sitting there, arms out, just saying, I told you so. I told you so. I I was dying, dude. I look back, and my, and I, because I heard my Graham start laughing. It's, it's, yeah. And then my mom is sitting there, just like, like, seriously, just get me on this plane. I just want to go home. I'm dying, dude. It was the funniest, probably the funniest story I've ever had at the airport. God, that's like, incredible. So was he? So he was. He wasn't bare ass, right? No, no okay. yeah, you know, he wants <laughs> yeah, to go with commando. But no, it was just him standing in his boxers, underwear, yeah, whatever. So, yeah, whatever. I don't remember what it was. Yeah, yeah. But he was just sitting there, standing in his underwear, just wow. hanging out in, in the it, airport, Orlando Airport. To be fair, they told him to. Yep. To do that. Hey. Wow. Well, it, well, obviously the kid didn't have an idea, or whoever it was, yeah. didn't have an idea of what suspenders are there for. Yeah, yeah. Like nowadays, sometimes you wear suspenders to just support your pants, not like because you. Know, wear a belt. And I don't have, wear suspenders. Yeah, but he, I mean, he wasn't wearing like overalls, but he was wearing like those pants yeah. that, you know, you yeah, instead pants. of a belt, you use yeah. the suspenders. Yeah, and of course, you know, and I mean, he's in his we generation. We should bring those back, suspenders. Yeah. You and me specifically. I'm not a big belt guy either. Yeah, I, I feel like when I'm sitting down driving or something like that, like because then it like cuts in. Yeah, yeah. Because well, we're fat, so <laughs> you do understand that like normal skinny people like they have no problems with the belt. Yeah. Um, but with us, we get a layer of fat over the belt, and the next thing you know, you're getting like a like a needle penetration <laughs> into your fat. Then all of a sudden, you take yeah. your belt off, and it leaves like like an imprint. <laughs> oh <laughs> it's yeah. Like you got branded. Yeah, you got a, a, t- a belt tattoo. <laughs> On your body at all times. Oh, my God. Wow, that's hilarious. That was a funny No, I didn't mean to though. jump the gun on the Super Bowl stuff. I forgot. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. This yeah. is just the beginning of the show. Yeah. This is pre-show banter. This is pre-show. Man. This is catching up from I the week I forgot. It's head. the pre-show before the show. Yeah. you gotta got to keep these things straight. Did you, did you see that, though? So you went on TV, the AAF? Yes. I, I was reading about that earlier today, actually. You, don't you think they could have came up with something, in a better, like a better name? I, obviously, yeah. the AAF that sounds cool. like an airlines, yeah. like you were just talking about, or like uh, something for old people. Yeah. Like an AAF is like some elderly uh, care or something like yeah, that. It, I mean, you have the XFL coming. You have the NFL. Yeah, XFL. Great name. Oh, yeah. Even, yeah, XFL is better than the NFL, obviously, because it just sounds more badass, especially with the red and black on it. Yeah, exactly. But then you have, like, the USFL wasn't even bad. It rolls off the tongue, but AAF, like, it's like, you sound like like your report card. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah that that it would have been FFA for, for mine. <laughs> and the A was just like, I don't know. Keyboarding. Yeah. Yeah. The A was Jim. Did you remember taking keyboarding back in the day? Oh, yeah. Mavis Beacon. 
Mavis Beacon. Mavis Beacon. Shout out to, to MB. We used to always have... Mavis uh, Beacon teaches typing, man. We used to always have those con- contests where... I forgot what program it was. I was a very fast typer, I will say. I remember... I forgot what program it was, but you sat there and you typed. And it, like, it had a timer on the right. Yeah. And it gave you like like a, a letter to write. Yeah. And you're sitting there... To, and it calculates how oh, many yeah. words you do per minute. I was a very fast typer. I, I didn't necessarily do it the MB way, the Mavis Beacon way. I had my own system. Um, but I was able to... like This thing has a keyboard. I was able to just like like all over the place yeah. and i was able to set records I, I i think to this day if like there had been professional opportunities for a fast typer i would have been in the big leagues really like if like uh if uh i don't know some important person like if steve jobs needed somebody to type up stuff for him yeah. i could have gotten that job at 12 yeah um and then yeah yeah you always got to like work inside out with the a and the s is always there and then you got to reach in reach in hop up hop up hop down was that a type. game? Um, I don't know, but but, but Mavis <laughs> Beacon taught me well, man. Well, I wonder what Mavis Beacon's doing nowadays. What do you think? It's, is it a person? It's a woman. Yeah, it's a black woman. She was on the cover of it. Oh, that's right. Remember, it was Mavis Beacon teaches typing. I don't know True. if she taught anything else. True. Um, yeah, I think that um, when you look at those kind of things, I look back at the keyboarding class. I think it was only one class. It wasn't only one year. Of, like, sixth grade or something like that? Something like that. It, yeah, I don't think I remember taking it in, like... I think because I... No, it, that's what it was, dude. It was, like, sixth grade was, uh, like, keyboarding, and, like, seventh grade was, like, like family consumer science, something like that. Yeah. I don't know, something like that. Apparently, Mavis Beacon, not a real person. The original photo of Mavis Beacon was of... Rosa Car- Parks. Caribbean-born model Renee Lesprance. Let me see the picture. Um, sure, hold on. Mavis Beacon's <laughs> first name was taken from Mavis Staples, lead vocalist for the Staples singer, blah, blah, blah. Um, Isn't it your background this, on your phone? This is, uh, this is one of the pictures. It's very small. It's kind of hard to... I don't remember that picture, but I remember it yeah. saying Mavis Beacon. I remember that. That was back in the day. That must have been... Yeah, I wasn't six. Do they still teach typing? Do you know? Yeah. Okay, they still do. Yeah. I mean, I know we all still have computers. I know Sterling Middle, right down the, right down the road, yeah. gives everyone like a Chromebook. <laughs> I'm like, nice. I have a Chromebook at home. Wait, must be I nice. don't use it. I don't use it because I'm not in elementary school. So. <laughs> like, I don't even know how to use this. Yeah, all, all I know it does. <laughs> I'm is not draw. doing fractions. <laughs> it's so funny. I can't figure it out, dude. I remember because I remember those keyboarding classes, and literally, you go in there, and yeah. then like 17 years passes by or something like that, and you're like, I don't remember how I figured out how to type because I remember going like this with like the yeah. fingers, and like you get through it, then all of a sudden, like the next year, you just magically you know. Just how to know. Type. You just know. And then you're able to, like I said, you, you hop over here and hop over there, and then you're able to type really quick. Um, and then they're like, oh, yeah, also we're going to teach you cursive. <laughs> like, All right, which of these two skills is actually going to serve me in life? I feel like I'd spend more time on the typing. When's the last time you, you wrote in cursive? I don't even know, and I don't even write my name like in cursive. My signature is just scratches. Yeah. It's like I don't, I don't really have like a signature, and that would be the only time you'd write in cursive. No, I, I, when is the last time I've written anything down? <laughs> That's not been in my phone. I don't know. Seriously, I have a notebook on my desk at work, and like I think I wrote in it one yeah. day, and I just leave that page up so people think like, "Oh man, this guy takes uh, a lot of notes." Right. <laughs> on like a daily basis, it's on like my first day. It's I, like I, here's I, what my password is. Yeah, like literally when I looked at uh, writing cursive, I remember those days, or not looked at writing cursive. You have the whole sheet of every single letter, uppercase, lowercase, and you had to like go under. That was always it. on the top of the 
uh, the whiteboards yep. and, and, and chalkboards. And then make you go the do the big A, little A. And then there were some of the ones where you're just like, this isn't even the letter. Like, <laughs> yeah. this doesn't look like, like R. It's like, make the symbol for pi. Well, what about and then Z? It was like, yeah, it, Z, Z was like a Y. <laughs> it's like, no, just do this weird loop. We'll all know it's Z. It's there was, like, there, I don't know if they're going to know it's one Z. That, yeah, I, think, I, thought it was, I thought it was Z. It was like this, and then it was like a squiggly, and then it came like straight yeah, back up or something like that. It's weird. It's like, who came up with these letters? Like, and yeah, the lowercase R is like this. when you drew the R. It's like uh, it's like a little teepee. It's like a little tent. Yeah, the R, and then yeah, I, I don't know. It's um, especially when you got to like X and Y, it got a little dicey. Um, X is the easiest X, one. Though. Well, I know, but when you get to that part <laughs> of the okay, alphabet, uh, yeah, yeah. When you get to Y and Z. Gotcha. You're just like, I don't know. Let's just draw the regular one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They'll figure it yeah, out. Field goal. And also, it's like why. I never understood why we needed to do draw writing cursive. Yeah, were we writing Confederate letters <laughs> like, <laughs> like from Civil War? Like I don't, like I I don't remember ever needing. T- like I remember once I had to write an essay in cursive, and that thing took like two weeks. Yeah, because <laughs> you had to spend each time like slow time. Because my regular handwriting is terrible, and my cursive I just don't care enough. Yeah, I, whenever I sign something, it's always in cursive. But I, like, yeah, well, like that's, that's I feel like that's cursive the only and signatures thing. are different. Like I'm kind of weird because at the same time, like in classes and stuff like that, I used to have like a piece of paper. Instead of taking notes, sometimes I would sit there and just write my friends' names in cursive. Yeah, <laughs> and just like just, like see how cool that's kind of weird. Yes, like I'd write my name. And they look over and be like, "Mike, what are you doing? Yeah. Why are you? Writing? Why is there a heart around our names, dude? <laughs> I don't know why. I, I I would just do it just to pass the time. But yeah. like that was like my doodling. I wouldn't doodle and draw like a dragon. Yeah, I can't um, really draw so my doodles would be terrible <laughs> so it's like, stick figures if you can't draw you can't really doodle yeah. unfortunately or if you do people are just like that's that's gross yeah um so yeah it's Man. not a lot, lot like super bad where you draw a bunch of penises all over the yeah all over Got the, the lube the, the, the all over the pages what where, where did you see that for the first time see super bad yeah um i think you're like a, of age of course yeah yeah, yeah. i think a friend's house friend's and then house. like basically it was like a rotation like any little party we'd, you'd go to in like middle school Somebody at some point in the night would throw on Superbad. Really? And we would start watching Superbad. So I, I've probably seen the movie at least 15 times, for sure, over the years. Great flick. Yeah. Great flick. The period blood on the leg. Hilarious scene. <laughs> oh, was, yeah. Oh, that's right. When he was dancing hilarious. at the party. It's right. With the tie. Yeah, with the tie. so funny. Yeah. Um, no. Like, yeah, he dumps out all the... You can't find something. He's like dumping out all, all the detergent. And he's like carrying like jugs oh. of beer and Tide cans. Oh, that was great, man. Oh, my gosh. I love... First time I ever saw that movie... Um, of course, I was quote unquote of age, yeah, and uh, and I, basically, I went to I think it was the theater in um, the mall at Tyson's. I think it was at Tyson's. Okay. Was okay. It, wherever it was at Tyson's too. I when they ever say Tyson's or Tyson's too, I, I have no know. idea what that means. All I know is I'm avoiding both of them, Tyson's <laughs> one and Tyson's two. Yeah, there was a mall in there. I, I went in there. Yeah, and, oh, I've been to that gosh. movie theater before. And yeah. the funny thing was that there was literally like four people in there. It was me, yeah. and my, me and my buddy were the, <laughs> two of the four. And they, they have this, of course, this teenager comes in there with wands, and we're clearly oh, yeah. you know his age. He's yeah. just like looking at us, and we're just like, "Hey, yeah, don't look at me, buddy." Or do they really kick kids out of those movies? I th- well, I think they do. I think they're at least they can say that they checked, but people they can say like, "Oh yeah, well, you know, this kid was, it was in dark. The, it was in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, was, yeah, it was in a yeah. movie theater. I couldn't see." Yeah, exactly. No, that's uh, that movie is definitely down there, like with like the middle school. Like at least for me, like my middle school classic movies, it was like super bad. Yeah. It like just burst onto the scene, and we were all watching it. For oh, there sure. are some classic movies out there, but we'll have to get to on that another yeah. day. Obviously, we'll, we'll do been, this thing here. It's been almost twenty minutes uh, talking <laughs> about this stuff, so uh, yeah, you ready to get the show going? Yeah, let's talk a little S 
De, uh, Desportes. <laughs> Deportes? ESPN Deportes. Okay. okay. Let's uh, do this thing. I'm definitely not editing that out. It's a clown question, bro. And they're not even called Reese's Pieces. They're called Reese's Pieces. Reese's Pieces. <laughs> they're pieces of Reese's. I'm a man. I'm 40. I'm not a, I'm not a kid. Write something about me. Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. We're talking about practice, man. We're talking about practice. We're talking about practice. We ain't talking about the game. We're talking about practice, man. But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. This is what's great about sports. This is what the greatest thing about sports is. Hello? You play to win the game. Hello and welcome, Pine Ponies. It's a DC crossover right here on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Google Play Music, also on dccrossover.com. I am your co-host, Mike Cerrone. Alongside me is my other co-host, Mr. Ben Simpson. This is the DC crossover where we cross over all four major sports teams as long as they are in season in the Washington, D.C. market. Mr. Simpson, let me welcome you in as we just had our pre-show banter for multiple minutes. Uh, I'm sure people were listening to that and they're probably skipping this part. So hopefully they know what the show's about. That's all right. <laughs> That's all right. Good to be here. And I am hungry. Yes. Um, so that is my contribution to the show. Yes. We'll get to a little bit of that later on um, when we get to uh, a, a little little review I'll be doing later. But yeah, it's uh, we got obviously uh, for once we've got a lot of things going on in the DC market right now, especially in the world of basketball. And we're going to get to some Wizards talk later, um, just because of all the moves that have been happening there. We'll yeah. talk some caps, and we got plenty of uh, grinds my gears and things like that. But first things. Uh, as I brought up in our pre-show banter, yeah. incorrectly, we're talking Super Bowl here first. Well, it's both our faults. So don't worry about it. We did our show, our last live show. We did it uh, the night before, so Saturday night uh, of Super Bowl weekend. We did our show, and then the next day was the game. And Mike, I'll tell you, I think our two and a half hour live show was more exciting. <laughs> the stare off with me and the dog, all that stuff was more exciting than the actual Super Bowl itself. Yeah, that Super Bowl was just a, 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 I don't even know what to say about it. Like, it's, it's hard to find the terrible. word that's, that's, that's good for it. Just terrible. Like, I, I thought I would come up with something on the spot, but it was just the, the worst Super Bowl probably I've ever seen. It's, and it's one of those things where it was, it was like a close game, but it wasn't an, an exciting close game. Yeah. If you liked punts and, I guess, defense, you liked that game. Um, because that's really all you saw. I mean, you just saw a lot of punting. I mean, those those punters got the most shine, the most limelight. They were talking about ever. them being MVP. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's how bad it got. Is literally they 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 had to control the entire game, and you, you know you have the Patriots get the win. But I, I think if if you're a Patriots fan, out of all the Super Bowls they've won, this is a hundred percent got to be at the bottom. The oh list. yeah, hey, yeah. I mean. Notoriously, the Patriots have been literally uh, winning Super Bowls by the skin of their teeth. I mean, yeah. you can say they won all these all these things that that's great and all, but most of the Super Bowls that they have won have been like by less than five points. So really, when you're looking at this Super Bowl, yes, you know they they, they won the game and whatnot, all you know fine and dandy. But I mean, it was just a terrible game. I mean, when you look at the score, I mean, the score was just pitiful. When you look at that score and say. Oh man, defensive battle. This is great. This is all. This is this is fantastic. I mean, it's like who wants to see that kind of game? Who wants to see a game that literally didn't give anybody any excitement or 
or, or whatever you want to call it. Because overall, I mean, what would they win? Sixteen to sixteen to six, whatever the heck it was. I don't even remember what it was. Sixteen to three. It was thirteen to three. Thirteen to was three. The final. Sorry, I'm adding scores to, to, to something else. I'm getting yeah, confused. but still, it's like I mean, it's just, it's just ridiculous. Well, overall. especially coming off of the previous weekend with some fantastic games. Yeah. I mean, think about what we got to see. Um, in, in the championship overtime games, the first time ever that's happened. I, I mean, so. those were both incredible games. You're glued to your TV the entire time. I think the ratings for those games were crazy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you go from that to a 13-3 snooze fest where neither team even scored a touchdown until a fourth quarter. Yeah. Um, you know, that's just not what you're there to see. I mean, Brady on the game, 21 for 35, through for 262, no touchdowns, one pick. Um, Sony Michelle, 18 carries, yeah, 94 for yards. Give the MVP to Brady. I was waiting for them to do Yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then, you know, we got a really bad Jared Goff for most of that game. Oh, yeah. Uh, on the other side, yeah, he finished with 229 yards. Again, no touchdowns, one pick. Todd Gurley only got 10 carries on the game. Um, didn't really do much at all. I mean, if offensively, both teams just were anemic. Yeah. I mean, they just looked absolutely terrible from both sides. It wasn't like the Patriots blew out L.A. here. And this was a game that I was thinking, I don't know about you, but I was thinking, hey, maybe we'll have a shootout type game. Maybe we'll have like a, you know, maybe we might reach the 30s um, score-wise yep. and things like that. But I said 34-31 Rams. <laughs> and I'm so bored. I mean, it was, it was, oh, man. Because one of my friends, I always text him, uh, Super Bowl or not scores, but like basically, you know, throughout the playoffs, I texted him my bets. I said, sure. "This is what I'm rooting for." But these are my bets, and I hit on like probably 85 percent of them. Yeah, this one I lost both of them because I said <sighs> I wanted the over that wasn't even close, Oof. and then I said I wanted uh, pl- uh, plus two and a half for the Rams. God, God bless the unders for this game. Yeah. You guys lucked out on that. What? How did the f- uh, the food go at the Super Bowl party? The food? Uh, it, it was not. It was not not bad. Okay. Um, okay. It was. I, I think because I mean I did. Did I tell you what my plate was? Yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> it, it was a hit. Uh, it was a hit. But I, I didn't enter the contest because of the sole fact that I knew yeah. it wasn't going to win because it wasn't like homemade or anything. Even yeah. though I, you know, we didn't make it. Oh yeah, and Jen couldn't attend, right? So she didn't make anything. Yeah. 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 Because yeah, well, we were going to do stuff like that, but then she couldn't go. Didn't so. it feel like this year's Super Bowl? Like nobody was really that into it. <laughs> exactly. Like we didn't. Like, That's why I'm not even interested in talking about the food because it wasn't like exciting to. Nobody was really yeah. into it. Like this year, yeah. I mean, like I, uh, Abby and I sat around with her parents and her brother, and we just all kind of sat there and watched the game. Nobody was really exciting because the yeah. game wasn't excited. We got some. I got some wings um i ordered some wings then we made some like homemade pizzas and it was like all right let's just go to bed it's sunday (laughs) we're going that's what i'm saying going along with that what you just said they said this is the lowest viewership since 2009 yeah that's that's a long time and i will say (laughs) i I watched the entire thing i did stay um up and watch I, i knew plenty of people that bailed after the third quarter but i just thought that hey maybe la will make this a game um, yeah. maybe this things will get interesting maybe they'll turn around and they never really did um and this is for me for sure this is the most boring super bowl i've seen in my yeah. lifetime i mean for th- sure. think about some of the best super bowls that you have seen in your life i mean you remember the the rams and the titans back in the day when i believe it was the titans what stopped on the uh, goal line yeah, i think it might have been uh dyson <clears throat> who, who yeah who, who who reached out and he was about a yard short of the goal line and the Rams ended up winning that Super Bowl it's like you see stuff like that you see just the the great games that we've seen in years past and 
overall, when you when you look at this Super Bowl, it was just a, a pitiful performance. And then you look at the performance, I guess you could say the best one that won the MVP was Julian Edelman. They're talking about him being a Hall of Famer right now, which is just complete garbage. I mean, the guy literally, I heard it on Grant and Danny on 106.7 The Fan, DC Sports Talk the other day, and they were just saying, like, this is, like, this is legit ludicrous. Like, have another five or six good years. Like, literally – they were talking about him and saying, yes, he has some great postseasons, which is what everyone is talking about because, yes, he's on the Patriots and he has a ton of games to play. Now, you, you think Julio Jones or Antonio Brown that uh, would like to be with Tom Brady and, and you know be catching that, that many balls? Julian Edelman is, is nowhere close to Julio Jones' caliber wide receiver. You think anyone's saying, oh, okay, Julian Edelman is across the field from me. I have to game plan just for him sure. this entire game. Sure. No, no one's saying that stuff. So it's like I just think it's kind of garbage. But he does definitely deserve the MVP because of his stat line because pretty much there was no stats in the entire game. Yeah, he went bonkers <laughs> in this game. But, I mean, yeah, like you said, the props are being given to him because of the postseason performance. Again, this yeah. is 100-plus receiving yards. the sixth time in his postseason career. He tied Michael Irvin uh, for the second most games of all time. And then he – also have had five-plus receptions in 13 consecutive playoff games, which is the longest streak in the Super Bowl era. So I, I, I get it. Like, I know what you mean, and I, and I agree. I don't think I, – I think saying Hall of Fame is uh, a little crazy at this point yeah. because you pick, let's say you pick, you, know, you pick Edelman for your fantasy football team in the regular season. You're not really getting that much production he's out of him. He's only caught over 1,000 yards once in his yeah. career. He's not, <laughs> he's not that great. I mean, can you get – and that, that begs the question. Can you give a guy a trip to the Hall of Fame if in any sport, really, if all he does is show up in the postseason and he doesn't really show up during the regular season? I mean, that's, that's the big question. Because in my mind, I'd say no. I think you have to have both um, in order to – because Hall of Fame is supposed to be the elite of the elite. I think you can't just get – you know, turn it on for the postseason, not do anything during the regular season. Your team itself is a dynasty, and that's why you're in the postseason so much, like you said. I I would not put him in the Hall of Fame discussion whatsoever. I mean, especially not now. Maybe give him him another five, six seasons or something. I don't know. Yeah. And that's the funny thing. I'm just thinking about it and saying, like – People just get so overhyped about playoff performances. They do. It's recency bias. It's the last thing we remember. Exactly. It's the recency effect to the point where you look at it and you're just like, why in the world does somebody get all this publicity? Yes, because of their postseason, but you look at some of these guys that are star players. Look at Megatron for your Lions. Megatron is – I would put Megatron – one Megatron over three Julian Edelman yeah. on, on the line of scrimmage say, I'll have one receiver on the field the entire time and see if Megatron can go out there and catch catch 10 balls for me. I mean, look, he has records on this stuff. Are people, are people saying he's a Hall of Famer right now? No, because he, I mean, obviously it's not it's not the time yet. And also he's been retired now for a couple of years. But you look at it and say, think, think about it this way. Julian Edelman, if he was on any other team, you think he would be putting up the same numbers? No. no. And you can say that for a lot of people. But at the same time, as you look at people, like I said, like a, a Megatron who is a, a freak who went to Georgia Tech and has that same kind of like line where no one really gave him a second look until he got to the NFL, and all of a sudden they see this behemoth come out there <laughs> and just catch anything, catch over oh, yeah. 2,000 yards. Yeah. It's, it's, it just makes zero sense. But screw the Super Bowl. We're done with that. Let's let, let's talk about the commercials, which we thought were going to be a little bit better this year because yeah. the last couple of years they've been pretty weak. Yeah, I'd say uh, the commercials, not I, – I think they were 
kind of weak as yeah. well. I mean, there there I, I don't there weren't a ton that uh, that blew me away. I think I mean the one of the better ones was the one with all the football players was great. Um, I thought that was a creative, fun commercial um, where they're all you know they're all involved in it. Um, besides that, I mean. You know, the one that got a chuckle out of me was uh, uh, the chunky milk one, just because that's hilarious to me. That was pretty good. Um, I will say that was a pretty clever one. But what did I tell you as far as um, I told you that, you know, Apple or one of the Google or one of them was going to have some sort of, you know, heart uh, heart wrenching commercial and blah, blah, blah. Um, and that's exactly what happened. Um, so, yeah, I thought, uh, I, you know, the Amazon one was kind of funny with Harrison Ford um, and uh, the Alexa thing. Like that was that was I, I, I thought that was pretty creative. Um, but, yeah, besides that, I thought it was weak. I thought it was weak for sure. Well, think, um, I mean, think about the commercials in the past, dude. Like I always go back to Doritos because, you know, the Doritos goat commercial is probably one of my favorite ever. And then you have the one that the guy is like in a Doritos suit. in the. Was gym. there even a Doritos commercial this year? I, I think there yeah, I think there was. Oh, it was the Chance the Rapper one. Oh, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was early in the game, too, so I just kind yeah. of forgot about it. But yeah. literally, it's like you, like you said, they're always heartfelt. They're tugging at your heartstrings, all this kind of crap. It's like, it's a party. Yeah, it's, like, it's supposed to be a fun football Super Bowl football parties. Thing. They're not at Super Bowl funerals. And then it gets political. Like, the Washington Post did their uh, thing on there, and they did their commercial. And it's like, guys, can we just, like, have a fun time? This is, this is like you said, I mean, it's a party. It's football. Um, you know, let's let's just, like, try to make everybody. Because it used to be you got to tune in the Super Bowl commercials because you're going to laugh your tail off. Like, yeah. you're, you're, it's going to be so funny. Now it's like. Okay, now I have a one like uh, political statement type commercial, and then I have one like promoting, you know, like diversity, and then I've got this uh, this other one, and it's just like, can we just have fun? Yeah, like I, I mean, I don't, I feel like the Super Bowl is not the platform to get out your messaging. They, you used, know? they used to have like uh, chip commercials, like I said, Doritos, and they used to have like Acura or something like that, do a funny one or yeah, or something of that nature. Where I mean, I would love to see a spoof for you know like freaking Matthew McConaughey doing the stupid Lincoln commercials, like yeah. uh, something like something funny like that. But instead, they have you know uh, the Clydesdales that are. Or, I don't even th- I think I saw a Budweiser. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think I. I don't remember a Budweiser one either. I mean, there was plenty of Bud Light. But you, you saw the. Uh, uh, the, the one with the Burger King, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, how, how stupid was that? Yeah. There was so much hype around that because if you don't know out there, basically Burger King said, hey, you go on DoorDash, which is one of these local delivery apps, and say uh, mystery box in the promo code, it sold out in the first two days that it was uh, you know, you know, pr- promoted out there. And I tried to get it. That's how I know because it said it was sold out. And literally it said, we're going to send you something in the mail. They sent this stupid thing that had like two, like, like, like I think it was maybe one little ketchup bottle that was empty obviously in like a white wig and it was like some old 1980 or 1970 video i forgot what the guy yeah andy warhol yeah it was andy warhol it was a burger king ad that originally aired in the 80s and they basically just replayed that ad um yeah and it was like kind of like i mean i get it but i also am like is well they thought it was the most the most creative and funny thing they've they've ever come out yeah it's the first time like a decade they've had a commercial out there yeah i think it's i I think it's been it might even have been in longer than that and yeah i don't know it's it i feel like uh i don't know if if the advertisers are getting less creative or what or if they're like it seems like the the go-to is let's just lean on um let's either just bring in an old celebrity and like make them say something funny and then that's going to be the funny commercial or it's you know it's funny but 
Bud Light threw some shade on Super Bowl. Remember those commercials? They were they kept talking about the other beer people using like corn syrup or something for, in their beer. Yeah, so like they that. threw shade at Miller Light. They threw shade. I did remember that yeah. at uh, uh, Coors Light. Like man, I was like, damn, Bud Light going yeah, I, as I was I was drinking a Bud Light during the Super Bowl. So <laughs> I was like, um, but I do like Miller Light. I like all. I mean, it's beer. They all taste the same. <laughs> yeah. Like I like how they pretend like they don't all taste the same. Yeah. It's like they pretty much all taste the same. I think that if you look at Coors Light, Bud Light, and Miller Light, I think I have to go with uh, Coors, Bud, then Miller. Okay. See, I'd probably go the reverse. I mean, I like Coors, but like I, Miller Light was my go-to for a while. Um, and it's D- Detroit type. I mean, like, like the, in the Midwest, they drink a lot of Miller Light. And more Miller um, Park, though. Yeah, that's true. Um, I'd probably <laughs> go Miller Light, Bud Light, then Coors Light, but I like them all. But, uh, but yeah, it was it was. I don't know. Like you said, commercials not not that good anymore. I don't know what what's going on. And that that also leads into the halftime show. Yeah. In garbage. Two years. <laughs> if in two years, if I ask you who performed the halftime show two years ago, um, you will probably not be able to answer, and I probably won't be able to answer. I, I think this I, was a forgettable performance. Like the one thing I have to say is. It's forgettable in that sense, but then when you look at for the sole fact of uh, of just nostalgia, it's a newer guy. So it's Maroon Five. Yeah. It's newer. So like I can't I can't tell you the, like you know if I forgot who performed. I know Prince performed, and they had like Billy Joel or I don't even know. Can who you remember? Like, I completely that. forgot that Justin Timberlake performed last year. That went like. I, I completely forgot. Oh no, that's that, that's the isn't that wild? What wasn't there like a, a kid with braces in the, in the stands? The kid that the, the selfie kid, the kid that oh when he was in the stand, remember he walked down the the, the stands and yeah. the kid took a selfie with him, and everyone was trying to find, find that kid online. Yeah, yeah, that's the only thing I remember because I but totally yeah. forgot about that too. Because yeah, the one just, thing I look at, I, I remember Katy Perry's because uh, that was pretty crazy. Bruno Mars and Coldplay. Coldplay, Coldplay, I hardly, I hardly remember too. Yeah, yeah. Can you like you could probably remember Bruno Mars played, but would you even remember that Coldplay played the same one with them? Oh, did they, they played together? <laughs> oh, yeah, they were a combo. What's up with these combos? Yeah, because they bring these guys in. Like Travis Scott came. What did one song? First of all, I couldn't name a Travis Scott song if you put a gun it, to my head. It was it was Sycamore, one of his best songs out there right now. And the funny thing was that. He sang it, but he sang about forty-five minutes or forty-five seconds. It was of all it. bleeped he out. Had SpongeBob in, enter him in somehow yeah. for some reason, and then they didn't do anything with the SpongeBob thing. Like, yeah. like the rumor was, oh, are they going to play this, that SpongeBob like stadium song? And it's like, nope, they're just going to show it, and then they're just going to let Travis Scott be bleeped out. For yeah, that's all I was going to say. <laughs> Literally, he yeah. sang for like forty-five to a minute, and all of a sudden, everything. And then was Big Boy out. had the great entrance, but like. Again, when any they only have a limited amount of time, so it's yeah. going to just be all Adam Levine dancing around the stage. Um, and he had his uh, tats, though, people think he's like a heartthrob. That guy's a loser. I, I was wondering because it looked like he was like, yeah, he was taking off. He kept taking off a piece of clothing. I was like, he's got to be shirtless and, at some point. Yeah, and the, the best part was were the memes online when people were yeah. holding up pillows and blankets because they were the same texture and not texture, were the same like pattern as his his tank top, like his yeah. black, brown tank top. Yeah, it's like think of something else to wear buddy but then at the same time you look at it and you're like this guy i mean imagine us getting california tattooed on our stomachs like not not, not our chest like up near the, you know your pecs it was I'm a lot down near where you know the beer sits it was a lot it was a lot um but yeah i i thought overall like i said i, I feel like it was a little forgettable um i think there was like a safe super bowl performance but it, it looks like the fourth option which is it was like th- what three other people turned them down for the super bowl <laughs> so that's what it kind of played like okay this is the fourth option here. Um, it's, it's, it wasn't that exciting. It wasn't. I didn't find it terrible, but I just didn't think it was great. Like, I know. I know a lot of the songs, so it was different. Yeah, they played the hits. Yeah, it's like I, I don't listen to. I don't. I 
r- rarely, if ever. Oh, you don't have... throw on a little Maroon 5? Well, no, I'm talking about Prince and all no. those kind of things. Oh, okay. Like, I, I didn't like when they, and then they started getting to the newer acts, and like, they just JT and Bruno, Coldplay, Katy Perry. And it's like, that became a little bit. Lady Gaga. <laughs> Lady Gaga. When she, like, did she fly in like an eagle? Yeah, or something she was like incredible. That? Uh, or something that was like that. was a great performance. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. Yeah. And that's the funny thing is, like, you have all, like, that little three year spurt or whatever yeah. of good acts, and all of a sudden, yeah. since then, it's just like, everyone. Because it, everybody's afraid. Yeah. Everybody's afraid to perform in it because they don't want to get backlash from people saying, oh, you support the NFL because uh, this. I, I'm wondering, and like, not to get political, but like, I'm wondering how long the Colin Kaepernick stuff will be in play because yeah. it, like, the guy hasn't played football for, for years and it is still affecting the league um, negatively. Like, you're still having people not coming to perform at the Super Bowl because they won't let Ka- Colin Kaepernick play. Yeah. Um, it's not even they won't let teams just aren't interested in, in having him. And not, not um, yeah, not not to but, mention that Kareem Hunt just got picked up. Today. Yeah, he's not like banned from the from the NFL, Colin Kaepernick. Um, it's just teams aren't. He's not good enough to play. Apparently, people don't want him to play. But yeah, I did see the Kareem Hunt news, which was interesting. You texted me that. I think that honestly, I think that's a ploy to trade him. Because he's a yeah. restricted free agent, they have, they hold his rights for next season. Yeah. So I think because they have Nick Chubb, why would they? Or, yeah. Why, why would they try to? You know. Yeah. They zero sense. They don't. They wouldn't. They don't need him. But yeah, I, I think you're right. I think it's trade bait for sure. There you go. How much could uh, uh, Jeremy Lin? Oh, well, this went past. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, like like we said, overall. So what would you rate? Let's say the Super Bowl as a whole this year, not just the halftime show. So Super Bowl, Super Bowl, Bowl halftime, two. and everything all combined, two. two. All right, I'm I with you. I'll probably say two as well. It was, God, I hope next year's better. I mean, I don't know if, if maybe having it be Chiefs-Rams would have been a better um, Super Bowl. Well, Chiefs' defense isn't that great. So it, yeah, so there might have been, been a little more scoring. Because I will say, I mean, as terrible as Super Bowl itself was, like you got to give it to, to the defense side of the, uh, the football for both teams. I mean, Wade Phillips called it an incredible game yep. for the Rams' defense, even though they lost. And then obviously Belichick and his crew, they got it done Well, you held Brady on for their one side. touchdown through three and a half quarters. Yeah, it's incredible. I mean, what, what, what was it that um, the Patriots had played man all season? And then in the Super Bowl, they pull out a zone yeah. package, and 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 just the Rams are like, "What the hell?" Like we've been, you know, <laughs> training for. Well, the- they said that basically that the the, the front for the for the Patriots, um, the, they, they had a six man front. Oh yeah, so yeah. Basically, they had a six man front where they just couldn't they couldn't decipher who was coming in, who wasn't. And then they, so they had a lot of miscommunication yeah. and stuff like that. But and Sean McVay. Class that guy. Obviously, they said that something something was going on with Todd Gurley because he didn't play a, a lot. Yeah, but at yeah. the same time, he he literally was. I don't know if you saw the video. They, he was singing Belichick's praises. Yeah, uh, oh, yeah. And, and, and he said, "I got out coached." Yeah, and, more, yeah. even before the game, he went up to Belichick and said, "Hey, man, you you are the man." Like it, yeah. it's, 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 he's like, it's basically he said it, it's an honor to play against. I mean, if you're Sean McVay, you you I mean, and if if you like Sean McVay, you got to know that he'll be back there at that stage okay, for sure. Point. I mean, this was an incredible learning experience for Sean McVay to go against one of the best in the game yep. as far as the coaching side of things. So I think if, if, if obviously the loss hurts if you're McVay, but at the same time you come away losing. To the, if you're going to lose, lose to the best. Oh yeah, and then take that, and then you know, and, and learn from that. So yeah. we'll see what happens there. Moving on from the Super Bowl, that was a dud. Let's move into a team that's on the rise and going in a hot streak. We're talking about the Washington Capitals. Eller for the draw, and as the puck drops, the words that DC fans have been waiting to hear since 19. 19- the Washington Capitals are the 2018 Stanley Cup champions. It's not a dream. 
And as we move on to the Washington Capitals, our Stanley Cup champion Capitals, I told you, Ben, before we went to our little Super Bowl break kind of thing, I said, hey, this next six-game homestand, they have to go all in, full force, no matter what, and make sure they get on a nice little hot streak. And so far, they have, which is very, very uh, positive, I guess you could say, uh, for this team as a whole. And I told you, I said, this is going to be a homestand where they have to win at least four games. And so far, they're on pace to do that. Three, one, and one. They beat Calgary without Alex Ovechkin with that one-game suspension, uh, sitting out of the All-Star game. They uh, lost one nothing. the first loss in 14 games against the Bruins, uh, 3-2 against the Vancouver Canucks, uh, 4-3, which almost turned into a debacle uh, against the Avalanche. But then you turn to the Florida game, a game they should have won. They lost in overtime, still salvaged a point. And right now, as we record this here on a gloomy Monday night, they play the Kings at home to round out their homestand. But again, uh, Ben, let's talk real quick about their uh, last five games. We'll, we'll talk a few minutes about this team uh, just because of the sole fact that, hey, you know, we, we want to make sure that we're giving them some 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 run here sure. after they had their little break. And they've only played five games since. So, uh, hey, a three one-on-one start uh, to the second half of the season. We should take that right now after the seven-game losing streak. Yeah, and then last night's game was one where, um, you know, they – or the Florida game was one where you, you get down early um, and uh, they're actually battling back and forcing OT and things like that look well. And then, you know, you got a guy like Kuznetsov who is uh, on fire lately, um, three-game point streak, 11 points in his past seven games. Like you said, this is a huge month for this team. This is the make-or-break month for the Washington Capitals, really. Yeah. And... Um, you know, depending on kind of how this goes will dictate kind of how the rest of their season works out. And, yeah, I mean, if they can pull out the win tonight, uh, the front end of a back-to-back, um, they actually play at, what, at home tonight, and yeah. then they travel to Columbus and play that tomorrow um, and start a big, long road trip, uh, uh, six-game road trip. So if you can take four of six here at home and then maybe – even three of six on the road, you know, you, that, that, that pretty much puts you at the end of February um, with a couple more games left uh, with two home games to finish off the month. I think you consider that a, a, a good month yeah. um, for the cap. So, yeah. yeah, I think you win a couple games during the week. You lose to Boston, which kind of sucked. Um, but at the same time, I mean, they're, they're definitely in a better place than they were when we talked a couple weeks ago. Yeah, That's no doubt sure. about it. And you're looking at these standings right now, and so far there's not really any front runner uh, that has emerged since, I guess you could say front runner uh, besides Tampa, obviously. Yeah, of course. Um, but front runner that has emerged uh, since the Caps started going on that seven-game losing streak because overall you're looking at the conference standings, the Caps, yeah, they're in sixth. I think the highest they got was third. Um, uh, actually, I don't even know if they got in third. I think they did. I think it was behind Tampa and Toronto, but the Islanders, uh, as of late, seven one and two. Uh, our, our friendly guy Barry Trotz doing some wonders uh, with that Islanders team that just sucked last year as a whole, and then they lost their best player and somehow their better team. Uh, but that's just all about coaching, and that's why you saw the Caps win the Cup last year. But overall, I mean, thirty eighteen and seven for the Caps, sixty seven points. I mean, you compare it to other teams. 
They're four points behind the Toronto uh, Maple Leafs, and, and they play the same amount of games. Four points is two games. I mean, th- think about it right now. Th- they had the OT game against the Panthers not that long ago, mm-hmm. and then you see before in the seven-game losing streak, they had basically the, the lead until, what, uh, .7 seconds or whatever it was, a second left uh, against the San Jose Sharks, and they lost that game in overtime. Uh, you know, that's, that's three points right there. So when you're looking at it, Basically, uh, it's, a, it's a big deal that you look at how they're rebounding from this seven-game losing streak because overall, their plus-minus is still in, in, in the positive with plus 10 uh, for the goal differential. Uh, they're, they're actually playing a, a lot better defense, not as good defense as I would, I was hope, or, or I would hope at this point. But if you look at it and compare the seven-game losing streak, Ben, to the five games out of the six-game homestand that they are playing right now, uh, the goal differential for both is is increased and decreased. Increased for the goals for, decreased for the goals against, which is a big deal because you know you wanted that little break. You wanted that little break in the action where they could say, hey, we need to make sure we do some different things and try different things and, and just get a little bit of relaxation and, and kind of calm between our bodies uh, and have about two – uh, and a half weeks or so at home, sleeping in our own beds and doing different things like that. Because if you look at the goals for uh, in their five games so far back from the break, uh, obviously, again, we are recording this while they are playing the Kings right now. Three goals for per game. Pretty good. We'll take it. 2.6 goals against per game. And uh, that's three goals still for per game. And that includes the shutout they had against the Bruins. Uh, so basically, three goals uh, is, is not that bad. I'll, I'll take that all day. And when you look at they were giving up 5.1 in the seven-game losing streak. Right. I mean, <laughs> that's a pretty darn good difference uh, if you look at their improvement for the first five games out of the break. Yeah, I think I think the break, honestly, could not have come at a better time Seriously. for them, especially to come out of the break and then getting the, you know, the, the home games. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I think if the Caps still aren't able to you know, make a run at this thing after what they just the gift that they were given at this point in the Seriously. season, then they have nobody you know, to blame but themselves. Um, so you know, this has presented them a terrific opportunity. I know there's been some line shuffling. Like I, I, I think I saw that um, Ovechkin, Kuzi, and Wilson have been put back on the line together, um, and they shuffled up the second line um, as well. So you know, the, obviously uh, Reardon working on a few things here. Um, but for the most part, I think this is kind of what you want for your Washington Capitals if you're a Caps fan. You want them to kind of be, obviously you'd love them at the top of the Met, but if they're kind of in the, you know, in the middle of the pack, people might forget them about, about them a little bit, and then they're going to surprise some people by the time the postseason hits. It's funny with a team like the Lightning. I mean, the Lightning could literally <laughs> take a week off. Like, let's say they're just like, we'll forfeit you know, f- whatever games Seven we're games. playing this, we're playing this. Uh, we want to get some rest for our guys. We don't care about this. It's like the old move that um, uh, Popovich would do with the Spurs. Yeah. Is the Spurs would Popovich? His his mindset was: we don't really care about the 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 regular season as long as we make the playoffs, and then we're going to go after in the playoffs. So he'd like sit Tim Duncan and Tony Park and all those guys. Tampa Bay, they can People just hated give that too. They can give everybody rest because who cares? They're 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 fifteen points ahead of Toronto. Right now, They're, they've lost eleven games in the season. My Detroit Red Wings barely have won more than eleven games this season at twenty-one <laughs> wins and forty-nine points. Yeah, um, that's, that's it's remarkable. It's, though, man. it's insane. Eleven regular relations. But losses out of here's the thing, six. and you and I both know this for following sports with a long time. Yeah, the Lightning. Yeah, they're having a terrific regular season. It doesn't mean anything. 
till that postseason starts. You know, especially with how the the playoff seating works. Yep. I mean, the Caps have you know basically last year they didn't go in and, and have that that good seat that they usually have with the President's Trophy or whatever it may be. I mean, the goal differential for Tampa Bay is so substantial that literally no one is really even near it. The, the, the best team is Calgary at plus forty one, and they're twenty goals in differential above that, mm-hmm. which is amazing. Um, but you saw what Tampa Bay uh, you know got against them last year with the Caps. I mean, the Caps solved it, and I, I don't think the Islanders have the talent to do that against the Lightning if Barry Trotz gets back there. But at the same time, they can still take a, take a page out of Barry Trotz's book in, when it comes to playoff time. But looking for uh, at the, the Tampa Bay Lightning right now, I mean, we're not. This is not the Tampa Bay cast, but obviously, sure, sure. We're, we're just looking we'll at give that them because, props where props yeah. are due. But the thing is, what you're talking about too is that this is a regular season. But are they peaking too early? That's because the worry. Literally, you look at last ten, six, two, and two. Yes, they won two in a row. I mean, their away, their away, uh, you know, record is actually pretty damn good. It's almost exact same as their home record: twenty-one, five, and two for home, twenty-six and two for away. So only a one-game differential there, but. Overall, I mean, you can go out there and just and just play your ass off, and somehow, you know, you say, say say for instance they win, I don't know, sixty five games. I mean, that that would be incredible as it is. Yeah. Say they win sixty five games. Okay, they go out and they they have to play. I don't know. We'll just throw out Pittsburgh. Say they have to play Pittsburgh in the first round or whatever it may be. Just just how, just, just just throwing out a name. If they have to play Pittsburgh or or even Columbus, I mean. It, it, hockey is the hardest season to win a championship, yep. in, in my opinion. Because, no, I, I agree with yes, that. Yes, in football, one and done, you're done, you can have a bad game. A lot less games. Okay, in this one, you can have one player out, like an Ovechkin or something like that, and that would change your entire complexion of, the, of your season and your, yeah. your playoffs. Then you look at the playoffs, I mean, you have to win, like, what, four uh, uh, playoff uh matchups in, in seven yeah. games? I mean, it's like you look at it, it's, it's a like, gauntlet. It's like, you look at I mean, in the NBA, the one and eight seed matchups are a joke. Yeah. Your number one team is almost nine times out of ten going to blow out your number we'll eight seed. We'll talk about that soon with the Wizards. In <laughs> hockey, yeah, exactly. In <laughs> hockey, it's not quite as cut and dry. Oh, yeah. Especially if one team is riding a hot goaltender or something like that. Um, that's why every se- – like in, in, in basketball or in baseball um, – I mean, baseball is sometimes a little different because it's one of those games anything can happen. I think I'd put baseball and hockey kind of in that category. Yeah. Basketball, the ending is going to be pretty much – until you get to the NBA Finals, um, it's going to be pretty much guaranteed the higher seed is going to likely win the game, win the matchup. Um, but with hockey, it's just the, – the, the difference between hockey and baseball, of course, is just – the physical grind that the yeah. series you go through. So, yeah, if you have to go play, you know, five, six, seven games every series um, and uh, through four different series, like you said, I mean, that is a gauntlet um, to battle through in the postseason. For well, the I'm looking NHL. at this, this website right now that it's the worst Stanley Cup champions of all time. The 2012 Los Angeles Kings came in with a record of 40, 27, yeah. and 15. Yeah, I remember only, that. They said they were only scoring 2.3 goals a game, which is is embarrassing. But again, well, they got they, hot at the right time. I mean, you got Jonathan Quick, and you got hot at the right time, and that's just how it is. And they also said that uh, the uh, the Penguins came in, and obviously the Penguins are good, but this is 2009. So this is about a decade ago. They came in uh, with having. Uh, two superstars and, and Malkin and, and Crosby, but they only uh, together they only uh, recorded 99 regular season points together. Yeah. So I mean, 
uh, you know, that, that, that's, that's something you don't see nowadays because, I mean, people have 50 points right now. <laughs> so it's like it's pretty crazy how uh, you, you see guys like that come in there and just whoop up on everybody else because they get hot, like you said, at the right time. And we shall see because I love watching hockey playoffs because, you know what, you always had your favorites. Like I always, um, you know, in, in, the, in the West, I have friends that like the Dallas Stars. And I always, for some reason, I always like the San Jose Sharks logo back when I was a kid. So it's a cool logo. It's, it's weird. So it's kind of shark like, biting through the hockey stick yeah. and stuff like that. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's like you, you, you are going to have a fun time watching the pl- hockey playoffs because anyone can win. Well, that's the thing. In hockey, it's not the Warriors winning three championships in a row or the Patriots winning six exactly. Super Bowls. In hockey, it's, all right, here's the best teams from the regular season. Go at it. Yeah. You know, who's, somebody's going to come out the, the, the crown here. And, um, you know, yeah, there's been teams that have had their runs. Like, obviously, you know, my, my Red Wings at one point were winning, you know, yep. Stanley Cups, things like that. Um, but at the same time, for the most part, especially of recent years, you have no idea who's going to be taking the cup. Yeah. And that's the funny thing is you look at the list, which I'm looking at the list right now. The, the biggest thing is, yes, you have the same people that keep winning over and over and over again for the most part because you look at the last, uh, I don't know, say last decade or so. You have uh, from the uh, 2008 season, you got your Red Wings, Penguins, Blackhawks, Bruins, Kings, Blackhawks, Kings, Blackhawks, Penguins, Penguins, Caps. So basically, you have about, what, six teams in there. That's about 12-year 12, 12 stretch. I mean, that's basically, you know, two or six teams winning two, two times. I yeah. Mean, right, is that the right? I don't even know what it is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but at the same time, you look at it, and it's like, hey, if you look at that, the diversity there is good because you look at the teams, look at the teams that were in the Stanley Cup final. Oilers, Senators, somehow. Uh, Penguins, Red Wings, Flyers, Canucks, Devils, Bruins, Rangers, Lightning, Sharks, Preds, and Knights. Yeah. So it's like, that's like probably, what, 11 teams in there or something like that? So it's, it's pretty crazy how... I mean, especially how, with last year with the, with the Golden Knights. I yeah. mean, look at that. Golden Knights and then the Caps. I mean, that's that was pretty it's incredible. Crazy. So yeah, I think it's one of those things, like you said, you got to tune in. When it comes to postseason for the NHL, don't skip the early rounds. Yeah. Literally tune into everything and you're going to be, you're going to like what you see. Last thing that I will mention, though, is for the Caps, the one standout, I should say two standouts, sure. uh, Holtby has been on point in his four games that he has started uh, out of the f- first five from the break with 91% save percentage. Yes, he's let in a lot of goals, but some have, been, some have been fluky with deflections or whatever, and it's very difficult to actually defend those. But, hey, 91% save percentage is pretty damn good out yeah. of four games. The next guy is comparing Kuzi's seven-game losing streak points to the points that he has in the first five games out of the break. It's pretty damn good and impre- uh, pretty damn impressive, if you ask me. During the seven-game losing streak, only five points. I believe it was two goals and three assists. And he has four goals and four assists for eight points in the first five games out of the break. So pretty damn pretty damn good in five games where he has four goals and four assists. So uh, Kuzi take it. finally yeah. coming back from all these uh, different different kind of like uh, mental Im- images and, and, and things of that nature that he's had with concussions and different stuff like that. So uh, definitely getting back on the right foot for him as well. Sure. And then also, you know, like you said, I mean, Holpe was kind of taking a knock before we hit the break as far yeah. as, you know, his efficiency wasn't there. He comes out, kind of makes a statement here now with oh, the way yeah. he's been playing of lately. And that's what you kind of need. You need him to kind of carry that through the next couple months and get, then get real hot around postseason. Yeah, for sure. And looking at their next few games before we move on to sure. our next D.C. team, 
Blue Jackets coming up tomorrow. Obviously, again, we are recording this on Monday night. Then you got the San Jose Sharks. So those are two tough games. But then you got the new uh, uh, and, and not really improved Ducks team. They just fired their coach. Now that I saw they have their GM, who hopefully used to be a coach. He's apparently the interim head coach, which makes zero sense. So you have the Ducks and the Kings uh, for the 17th and 18th of February. Those should be hopefully two wins. You got the, the Maple Leafs, who are a great team, and Buffalo to round out that week uh, on Saturday, which should be a win as well. So just like you said, six games. If they can come out with hopefully four victories, maybe three, three, if even a three, one and two, or two and one, or a three, one and two, something like that. I'll sure. take that because you still get points. Um, but Columbus, big game, division game. Uh, your conference game, you got to win that game uh, going over to Ohio. We'll move on from Caps talk to a little bit of Washington Wizards action. Again, we're talking about the Wizards. Beal again gets an angle, throws it off the glass and scores. He's been phenomenal. Warren's third of the game. We're tied at 144. Beal, nice move, lays it up and scores. For Bradley Beal. So from one team that plays in the Capital One Arena to the other, the Washington Wizards, who we had been uh, worried about, uh, to say the least, with the troubles that they have had this season. Um, and the, the real questions around the trade deadline were uh, because uh, – uh, Ernie Grunfeld and uh, Leonsis had come out and said, you know, between Wall, Porter, and Bradley Beal, neither of these guys are going to be traded. Traded. None of these guys are going to be on the table. And then you, you come out and trade Otto Porter. So interesting enough there as the Wizards, again, traded away Otto Porter to the Chicago Bulls for Bobby Portis and Jabari Parker and also traded away Markeith Morris um, and a second-round pick to New Orleans for Wesley Johnson. So new look, team to say the least. And actually, it's funny because the Wizards and Bulls made these trades and then they actually played each other over the weekend. <laughs> uh, the Wizards coming out and uh, beating the Bulls 134-125. Take a look at some of the new guys in that game. Bobby Portis put up a double-double, 10 points, 12 boards. And Jabari Parker put up 20 points, 5 rebounds, 6 assists. Wes Johnson, 14 off the bench. I've uh, watched the Wizards play ever since these trades, Mike. And it's... It's it was weird at first, just because you're so used to seeing guys like Otto Porter out there. You're not used to seeing some new faces, but in their first game with the Cleveland game, Bobby Portis put up like 30 points, and Jabari Parker almost had a, a triple double. And then they play Chicago the second time uh, that these two guys have been able to play, um, and you know they, again they both put up a strong game. Um, so it's it's interesting. It's an athletic group. Uh, Jabari Parker dunking all over the place, really. Um, and uh, But going back to the trade deadline, um, and actually before the deadline is with John Wall, the news came out um, that he's going to be out for a year plus um, before he can resume basketball activities. I don't know if you saw this, but yeah, he like... Uh, you know, they, they, they already was going to have to have surgery. Um, and then he fell in the shower and discovered that he had an even more, a bigger issue in his knee. Um, and that's how they found that. So John Wall, this will be a team without John Wall for the next year. I mean, we're not going to see John Wall touch a basketball court for till, you know, 2020. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. It's unbelievable how, you know, you remember him coming out doing the John Wall dance and all those different kind of things. 
uh, you know, out of Kentucky and being the undisputed number one overall pick and different things of that nature. But then you see just the, the major downfall. I mean, think about it a few years ago. I heard it on the radio uh, the other day that you look at the downfall of the Wizards. They cleared all this cap space. They did all this, did all that uh, for Kevin Durant. He barely, I don't even know if he took a meeting with the, yeah. with, with, with the Wiz. And then all of a sudden, what they do, they had to turn it into what this is right now. And yes, the John Wall injury is is catastrophic. I mean, we're going to be paying him $38 million next year, uh, which is, is the big increase from 19 this year, 41 in 2020, and then 2021, 44, and then 47 in 2022. So really, he's not gonna, he's going to be making 38 bucks by sitting on his butt. Yeah. All he's going to be doing. Yeah, he'll be rehabbing and stuff like that, but he can sit there and play NBA uh, 2K or w- whatever game comes out uh, and, and make $38 million. Go to, go to Rose Bar, do whatever the hell he wants to do. Yeah. Because... He's not going to be the same person. I mean, when you tear an Achilles or you rupture an Achilles or whatever you do, an Achilles injury, I mean, think about it. They call it an Achilles injury because the guy got shot with an arrow through the Achilles <laughs> back in the day. And, of course, Brad Pitt was never the same after that because he no, died. No, of course. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. You like that Troy reference? Yeah. Um, great movie. Um, but literally. Better than Gladiator? I, I would say so. Gladiator is a pretty good movie, but I, you have to go with Troy, a man. A little Maximus action there. Maximus. Why is every gladiator named Maximus? I don't know. Yeah, I don't, don't know. ask me. Yeah, I'll, I'll name my. I'm gonna name my son Achilles. Yeah. Um, did you ever see that? Uh, have a little break in the action. Did you ever see that? Uh, that guy on uh, Wheel of Fortune, that like it was like it was like a college edition. So he's from like Indiana. Yeah. And he literally sits there. I'll just show it to you. He's like uh, he he mispronounced the word. He said he said uh, like Greek god Achilles. Oh my! And he God. had like a mil- he like he had like the luckiest spins of that wheel ever because he got like like he I think he had like a car yeah. which he lost and then he also had like the million dollars which he like I think he mispronounced Achilles Achilles oh and he lost like a million bucks because of that and, and he sits there and, and what's the guy's name Pat um, Sajak Pat, yeah yeah Pat Sajak Patty um, he sat there and he was just like yeah I can't I can't accept that yeah <laughs> nor should you Pat Greek God Achilles anyway God that's terrible basically you're looking at this whole entire John Wall incident and, and, and thing that's going on and I don't know how Ernie's going to survive this because people are just talking about it right now and saying how can they do anything in the world right now with John Wall being out because you're paying him so much money. You're basically giving the NBA money and saying take this off my salary cap because I you know, I can't I, you know, just, 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 just handicap me for a little bit. And that's what they're doing. That's what John Wall's having with $38 million, an increase of about $19 million. So doubling his salary, basically, next season for him not to play a single dribble. It's pretty terrible. And then you have, you know, this is, again, this is already a team that's just dealing with just so much garbage. Because then you also have a guy in Dwight Howard who this yep. season – has played nine games, and he probably that, that's probably all he'll play for the Wizards this year because no one really knows what's going on with Dwight Howard. Um, it's like he had back issues and things like that. Um, so you've got Dwight Howard who's getting paid a lot of money, and you have John Wall who's getting paid a lot of money, and both of those guys are not going to be playing for the Washington Wizards this season. Yeah. So now you've got just kind of this – I mean, all I can say is – Thank God for Bradley Beal. Otherwise, his team would be in the in the toilet. So the interesting thing with the Wizards now is you make the move, the Otto Porter move, and and, and so let's get into that move. So first of all, um, let's get our what your initial impressions were about all the right, trade. Let's do so it. So for me, initially, 
I was completely happy with happy with the move. I I I had never really felt that we had to keep Otto Porter. Um, if the offer was right, I was I would love for the Wizards to trade him. I thought I knew both of these guys, Bobby Portis and uh, Jabari Parker. Um, I knew that uh, that Bobby Portis was more of those kind of like hardworking guy, spark type guy, good on defense, kind of an ass in the locker room for sure. I mean, didn't he? I think he punched Nikola Mirchich what a couple of years ago. They got into a fight in practice and he punched him in the face. And they have Jabari Parker, who was a guy that out of Duke that, you know, kind of had a lot of hype coming into the yeah. league. I feel like hasn't really necessarily lived up that hype. He's bounced around a little bit. But for the most part, I was happy with these these returns. You get Otto's contracts off the books um, and uh, and you get back to pretty hardworking forwards. Yeah. What were you initially thinking? Oh, sorry. About? <laughs> no, it's fine. Uh, what, what were you initially thinking when, when, when this move went down? I mean, literally think about this. Okay. So December 17th, they make the Kelly Oubre trade with Austin Rivers. They get Trevor Ariza. Okay. That was kind of odd. Uh, I mean, literally, you gave up Kelly Oubre, who, again, you were going to have to pay. Um, but then you basically gave away Austin Rivers, Kelly Oubre, who you're paying $15 million combined this season for Trevor Ariza, who you're paying $15 million to as well. Um, which made no sense because Kelly Oubre was going to be a billion block as well uh, throughout the next however many years. But then you got the Auto Porter trade. Okay, $26 million off the books. We both were surprised they actually did that. Yeah. And I was kind of surprised the Bulls did that because it's like, the Bulls suck right now. Why would, yeah. why, why would you want Otto Porter? Anyways, <laughs> give away Bobby Portis and Jabari Parker. I thought that was pretty damn good. I, I texted yeah. you, and I was like, hey, Jabari Parker, you know, second overall pick. Yes, he doesn't play defense, and, and he has, you know, some up-and-down game. Uh, but overall, it's, it's not a bad piece to have maybe come off the bench or do whatever. Obviously, he's not going to be a starter, but, you know, coming off the bench, not bad. Bobby Portis, different story. Uh, out of college, he, he, he shined in the, in the March Madness tournament. Uh, then he comes in the, uh, to, to the NBA, and he's pretty much shining here. I think I texted you that he was averaging, what, 13 and 7 or something like that? Yeah, they um, both were averaging in the double digits, him, yeah. and, him and Jabari Parker. And that's the thing is that, you know, you look at it and you're like, that, that's great. I, I'm, I'm excited for that. You know, because obviously looking at their salaries right now, it, it, Bobby Portis is going to be a restricted free agent, so you have the rights to him, and you can try to make a nice qualifying offer because I think they should make an offer for him. I, I agree. I mean, especially if, if he – I mean, it's only been two games, so we don't yeah. want to overreact. But True. at the same time, um, I mean, in both those games, I think I saw a lot of swagger. I saw some defensive intensity. Obviously, one game he shot much better than the other game. Yeah. But you could kind of see, um, you know, his potential. potential for sure. And he's young too. Yeah. yeah he's, they're, both, they're both young. Bobby Porter's 24 years old. Um, Jabari Parker uh, is pr- 23. So, I mean, if you could get – and, and it's just like they work well together because Jabari Parker is more of the I'm going to dunk and rebound. Bobby Portis is more of the I can shoot threes um, and also rebound and play defense and you know be a six eleven forward. And uh, I mean I love it. I love it. I really think um, at least through these first couple games, I think it gives the, the Wizards some length. I think it gives them some more shooters oh, yeah. um, and some more just defensive guys. And this is just the weird thing is just this is just such a different team than what we saw at the beginning of the year. 
Yeah. I mean, just such so many moves. Like you said, at one point there was Austin Rivers on this team, um, and now it's completely you different. You mentioned it to me. I think it through uh, yeah through text yeah. was the starting lineups. <laughs> I mean, how yeah. it's changed over what a uh, few month period. Yeah, and, and, and now it's changed even more since I texted you because yeah. now we've got you got to assume Jabari Parker, Bobby Portis, one of them will crack the starting lineup at some point. Um, it's nice having them coming off the bench right now. But then you have guys performing that you didn't really expect, like you know uh, Jason Randall. I mean, that's a guy who you didn't really. I mean, no, no, I didn't. I hadn't even heard of him. Uh, he was undrafted, coming out of Stanford, um, and you know he's performed pretty well for the Wizards of late. I mean, this is a guy who put up 20 points against Chicago. Yeah. Um, he's, he's been a nice fill-in option. He'll get a lot of PT tonight because I believe Sadoransky is out tonight uh, for the birth of his child. So. Um, you know, there's been some kind of quote unquote no name guys that stepped up this year with Thomas Bryant, um, Jeff Green. Everyone was kind of wondering, is this guy over the hill? Um, and yeah. he was able to perform well. Jordan McRae, Chase and Randall, those are kind of the young guys coming off the bench. So, yeah, I mean, Mike, this is a team that has won two in a row. They are a couple spots away from the eighth seed. Uh, in the postseason, they have to still climb over my Detroit Pistons, who currently sit in the eighth spot, uh, and the Wizards fit, uh, are at 11. But, I mean, it, I don't know about you, but I, I want to watch the Wizards now. This is an interesting team to watch now. It wasn't this interesting a couple weeks ago. Well, it's because you had all that turmoil and all this kind of stuff, and you can say whatever you want about uh, about Ernie Grunfeld, and everyone knows that he needs to leave and all this kind of stuff, but... The thing about it is, you look at the salary caps right now. I'm, I'm taking, a, taking a quick yeah. glance at them. Yeah, let's Bradley, get into that. Bradley Beal is on the books until 2020-2021. So you know, he, he's only getting basically the same salary as he is right now, $25 million right now. He's getting 27 and 28 You know, in the next two years. That's fine, whatever. Yeah, it's that's a not, that's not, that's, Yeah, it's not that bad. No. John Wall, okay, big dent. Okay, <laughs> right now for next, next season, they already have $90 million invested in the salary for the guys on the roster right now. Listen to who's on the roster. Bradley Beal, Jabari Parker, John, or excuse me, not, not Jabari Parker. He's obviously, that's a, I think it's a, a, a team. Is that a team? Yeah, it's a team option. Sorry. Yeah, it's a team. Anyways, Jabari Parker not, so, so nix that. John Wall, Bradley Beal, Jan Mahimi, who I know is your favorite guy. God. Making $16 million. Think about that. It's insane. Think about it. Sam Decker, Troy Brown, and Bobby Portis, and Dwight Howard right now are all making less than $16 million combined. Uh, think about that. And think about how God, I mean, the guy averages <laughs> three and a half <laughs> rebounds per game, four points per game. Four and three. No assists. Great guy, man. Half $16 a block. Million he's making. Dwight Howard has a, has a, a player option of 5.6. You'd think he's not going to turn that down? Um, so yeah, he, he'll, yeah, he'll probably take that. Back, yeah. uh, and then Sam Decker, team option 3.9. Troy Brown, who, I mean, please play him. Please. Yeah. First-round pick. Just, just play him. I, who cares? Bobby Portis, uh, and, and that's it. So they have Bobby Portis, Troy Brown, Sam Decker. Uh, well, Bobby Portis is a player option. Um, and then uh, you have Dwight Howard, Jan Mahimi, John Wall, who's not playing, Bradley Beal. So you got one, let's see, let's count it right here, uh, live on it. One, two, three, four, five, six players, and you already have 90 million. That's yeah, Six players. And the funny thing is, is the person you're playing, paying the most is not going to be playing next season. Yeah. So it's just, it's just hilarious to me. And, and, and so for that, all you're going to be able to do is, is these types of moves. You're going to have to make trades 
or develop young or, or get you know, veterans like with Trevor Reza and things like that, Jeff Green, like those types of guys. Because, yeah, you're just weighed down so heavily in guys that aren't even playing. Like Jan Mahimi and John Wall, uh, there's no difference between those two, really, because John Wall is not playing and Jan Mahimi barely, <laughs> bar- barely plays. I, did, I didn't get it. And if, when he <laughs> yeah. first started, I was like, oh, wait, home. So, and then oh, Dwight okay. Howard, throw, nice. that, throw him in the mix, too. I mean, there's a guy that, uh, again, nine games this season. He'll play nine games and get paid however much that contract is. So, um, you know, Ernie surprised me here. He made the move that he needed to make. And I feel like Otto was one of those guys that, um, you know, obviously it was kind of tough because he was homegrown, played at Georgetown. Um, But I just feel like if he does have more potential or higher ceiling, we just weren't really seeing it in the Washington Wizards uniform. With uh, and so maybe, well, I mean, the problem maybe this, Chicago will do, do better for him. I don't this, know. This is the problem, though, dude. Is that they started out so strong, getting rid of Otto Porter, getting rid of Marquise Morris, guys that you know they don't want to have here uh, because of their their money situation. Marquise Morris not going to stay here. Eight point six million. He was. Yeah, he's a free stay. agent now. They the New Orleans dropped him. Really? They waived him. So yeah, I mean, he's hurt. So it's like, why yeah. would they? You know, want to pay for a guy? Well, they they basically just got rid of. Uh, I mean, they they got cash for Wesley Johnson and a set, another second round pick. Which again, again, it's it's just hilarious how they give away second round picks like there's nothing. I don't think they have a second round pick for five years. <laughs> uh, FYI, um, but looking at it, the the rumors of having Trevor Ariza be a guy they want to re-sign with Jeff Green. Right now, they're making about eh, $17.5 million or so this season together. Trevor Reza, what would you re-sign him for? I would tell Trevor Reza, hey, if you want to come back here, we want you back here. Obviously, it's not the Wizards' way, but we can't sign you uh, without being crippled for, for more than $10 million. Yeah, it's got to be a million league. would be the, the, the lowest I would ever. Yeah, or uh, league minimum. I mean, or, the veteran whatever. minimum. I mean, yeah, he's, he's a guy who's 33 years old right now. Um, I mean, he's been playing well, Yeah, but at the same time, uh, you know, it's, I mean, it's, like you they're going to get crippled because they're going to sign him for five years, so he's 39 years old. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, you can you can do it, can't you? And he's like, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. But it's like another thing, not not to get off track no, here, no, but sure. I, I'm just, I just thought about it when I'm looking at the salary caps, is literally Jan Mahimi, basically $16 million. Why couldn't they do something like what McClellan did with Brooks Orpik's contract and trade him with, uh, say, for instance, with the Bulls, who, who you know can maybe eat some of that contract up or whatever, because obviously yeah. the Bulls can eat it up because they have $26 million from out of border. So why can't they eat, eat that for one season and, and, and just you know take, take it off the books? Because that's $16 million you would, you would have saved for next season, which you could have been in the market for uh, you know, whoever the next free agent is. That's, uh, that's going to be out there. Maybe even a KD. Maybe he wants to say, I got some rings. Maybe I'll go back to D.C. or something like that. I mean, you look at it and it's like, why couldn't they do something of that nature? Obviously, it's Ernie Grunfeld, and he sucks. But at the same yeah. time, l- look at it this way. It's like, yes, w- everyone keeps complaining about the Jan Mahimi contract, and we keep saying the exact same thing. But why, couldn't, why can't they make a move with him? Why can't someone just eat the contract that's not a good contender right now? Eat it for one year. You're not going to make it to the finals anyways. Yep, and now now we've missed the chance because exactly. trade deadline's passed. So unless, I mean, there's really no way to get rid of that contract now at this point. So like you said, I mean, uh, that's for, for what Ernie Grunfeld has done well. Um, here at the tread deadline, you still the fact that Jan Mahimi still on this team with that sixteen million dollars is is still disgraceful. Yeah. Um, the uh, funny thing about the luxury tax too, as well, is that the luxury tax is one 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 hundred and thirty two million. The, the the Wizards said that that was their goal was to get below the luxury tax and all that stuff. You think Ted Leonsis, who owns like five teams, is really yeah. worried about a few million dollars? Like, give me a break. You look at look at Miami. Miami's not going to go anywhere this year. They're they're paying one hundred fifty three million to their team. I mean, that, that's 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 insane. 
It's, yeah. it's, it's like, why couldn't a team, I, I don't know, why, why couldn't a team like, I don't even know. Like, <laughs> like think about, about Sacramento. You don't think they would just take Yamahimi's contract and you could give him somebody? Yeah, I mean, think yeah. about it. You, you'd think he'd be able to go somewhere. Somewhere, somebody would like him no, um, enough, so. and take that contract. But maybe not. Maybe they wouldn't. <laughs> I don't know. But So the interesting thing with the Wizards now, again, they sit currently in the 11th seed, but it's one of those things where they're very close. Everybody's kind of separated by like a game or so um, in that group. Like the Wizards are 24 and 32. Um, you've got Orlando at 25 and 32, Miami 25 and 29, and the Pistons in 25 and 29. So, you know, there's still plenty of season and opportunity for the Wizards here um, to, again, make a run at this thing and, and get into the playoffs. But that kind of begs the question, though, do you even want to do that? Uh, yeah. Do you want to play as the eighth seed against a Milwaukee team or a Toronto team um, in the first round and you know likely get swept? Now, is it? It's a the reason why it's a little more intriguing for me is because Milwaukee and Toronto would not really have played against this version of the Wizards. Now, the Wizards do have a game actually in Toronto, I think, on this um, uh, road stand that they're going to have. Um, Wednesday. But still, they don't. Uh, these, these teams are not going to have a super long look um, at these guys. So, yeah, I mean, maybe you could catch a team by surprise. I mean, they play Toronto once. They do not play the Bucks again the rest of the season. Those are the two teams that are fighting for the number one seed in the East. Uh, that could be interesting. That could be an interesting first-round matchup. I mean, you had, what, Scottie Pippen came out and said, um, you know, if not for, you know, the injuries and things like that with Wall, the Wizards would be one of the best teams coming out of the East. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I think it's it's plausible. I don't know if it's true, yeah. but it's plausible. But a lot you make a case for it. Uh, yeah, you could definitely make a case for it. A lot of it will be, um, you know, looked at here with these games here to finish up February. You've got four of the next five on the road, including tonight in Detroit. You've got at Toronto, at Charlotte, home against Indiana, and then at Brooklyn. Um, those are pretty good teams in there. I mean, Brooklyn's actually a good team this year. Charlotte's a pretty good team. Yeah. Toronto's obviously really good. Indiana's hurting, obviously, with Oladipo um, going out for the rest of the season. But, I mean, uh, and, then you, and then you start March with Boston on the road. So it may, not, it may be too early to say, okay, this is a new Wizards team. This is you know, a great team in the East. They're going to make a run of the playoffs. But, damn, do they look pretty good after two games. Yeah, and, and that's the big thing is that you've you got to look at it this way and say, well, is Bobby Portis and Jabari Parker, if Jabari Parker somehow, you know, especially having, you know, one more year team option kind of thing, is, is this going to be a rejuvenated Jabari Parker? Obviously, you can say that he got, he got paid way too much early on and everything like that in his career. And now when he has a contract coming up, you really think he wants to take that pay cut from $20 million all the way down to, you know, two. You know, something like that, it's, it's, it's not going to happen. That's why he's trying to play out of his mind. Like you said, Bobby Portis, you know, they play well together. So you never know. And I think Bobby Portis coming out of college was was overlooked, and that's what he's doing in, in, in the NBA. If you can average 13 and 7 or whatever it may be in the NBA, you're a pretty damn good player. I mean, if you can average double digits in, in the NBA, that's yeah. pretty damn good. Because think about it, how, how little, you know, how, I should say how small – uh, the rosters are compared to other sports. I mean, mm-hmm. you get twelve guys on the bench, twelve guys, and all those in what thirty teams. So it's like yeah. you know, it's not that many players that can go out there and average double digits. In the two games, uh, in the two wins since the trade, Portis is averaging twenty points, nine rebounds, three assists. Jabari Parker averaging thirteen and a half points, eight rebounds, seven and a half assists, and two steals. I mean, those two guys better are playing Porter, out of their better, minds. Better, better auto. <laughs> They're playing out of their minds. Um, you know, since the trade, and of course, they really wanted. You could tell. They 
they wanted that win in Chicago um, to prove the Bulls wrong. So we'll kind of keep an eye on them uh, here for the next you know couple weeks. Again, uh, it, it makes them interesting. To me, it makes them something where I do want to watch them play now, yeah. um, because uh, because you know there's some different guys on the floor. Um, <laughs> Someone else to watch. Yeah. So we'll. Uh, We'll definitely get back into that because next week sure. we're going to possibly, uh, hopefully, we're supposed to be this week, but next week we're going to interview um, Rashad Mobley. You can follow him on Twitter and all the other social media outlets. Uh, he's been covering the Washington Wizards for about 10 years now. Uh, he's had articles on ESPN and also writes for Forbes magazine and, and, and also truthaboutit.com. So we'll definitely get back into that. And to end this segment here, Ben, sure. real quick tidbit. I don't know if you know this. Do you know where John Wall ranks in salaries for next season. For next season. So I know he's up there. I know Mike Conley has a pretty hefty salary. Mike Conley is number nine at $32 million. Oh, wow. And is John Wall? <laughs> oh, wow. And John Wall's more than that? John Wall's making 38. 38. So I guess I would put him in number three on the list. You're actually right on the money. Okay. Whew. Right on the money because you yeah. got Steph Curry. Yeah. Worth every penny. Chris Paul somehow still playing yeah. pretty well. Uh, and he's he, Chris Paul is about to make forty four million in two seasons. Jeez, Louise. Um, yeah, what's well, it's, it's a player option. I think he's going to take that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, take that and act like he broke his foot. And so um, Walls number three. Walls number three. Got Harden making the same amount. Okay. Harden making the same amount, but in the MVP. Yeah. Russell Westbrook right after that making the exact same amount. So three tied for number three. Mm-hmm. LeBron James <laughs> at, at number four. <laughs> Thirty seven and a half. Blake Griffin, your guy. Yeah. Kyle Lowry, who only, who only has one more season on a Supermax. Is Clay Thompson up there? Paul George. Paul George. Gordon, okay. Gordon Hayward, Mike Conley, KD. Clay Got Thompson. It. Where's Clay Thompson on here? Where is yeah, he? Maybe he's, maybe he's one of those guys that's waiting to. Oh, you know what? Clay, I think I think because he, he might be a free agent next year. Yeah. I think so Because so I, I, well, I, have, I have it listed yeah. for next season, so he might be on a zero. John Wall, number three. Yeah. Unbelievable, man. Can you, can you believe that? Going into 21-22 season. So 21-22 season, he's going to be number two on the list. God. Behind Steph Curry. Uh, and that would be front. him playing after having to sit out for like a year and a half. He's going to be making literally one million less than Steph Curry. Steph Curry who can shoot it from half court and make it with one eyeball and three legs. God, that's unbelievable. That's unbelievable. (laughs) But, again, the Wizards and the Caps, those are the two teams to watch right now. Uh, Redskins, obviously, in offseason. We will be getting to some Nats baseball here in the next couple weeks. Spring training starts tomorrow. Yes, sir. I believe the Nats either report tomorrow or Wednesday. Some teams report Tuesday. Some teams uh, have their pitchers and catchers report Wednesday. And then the the position players will return the the following week. So, yeah, it's all all starting again. So we'll start getting into our spring training previews. Excited. Oh, man. I can't wait. I am very excited. The Nats. I told you. I told my contender. mom. I, I told my mom the other day. I said, "Isn't this feel like a different season? Like you got the whole entire Bryce Harper thing. We've been hearing about that for years now. Where where is he going to go? And all yeah. this kind of crap. Still not signed somehow. And then all of a sudden, you look at it now, and you're like." Man, this team is pretty damn good. Yeah, it's and almost like you don't have, have Bryce weight. Harper on the you team. You have a weight off your off your chest, exactly. or off your back, or whatever. With Bryce Harper gone, so Great we'll step aside real quick. Let's uh, give some uh, shout outs to the sponsors here, and then we'll get into a few other things before we wrap up the show. The DC crossover is presented by Parando's Tex-Mex Grill. Located in Ashburn, Virginia, this family-owned restaurant gives you that warm and welcoming feeling as you walk through their doors, with two patios fresh food, and weekly specials. You'll never be unsatisfied. Make your reservation today. 
Visit perandostexmex.com for all the details. The DC Crossover is supported by We Organize. Specializing in the Northern Virginia area, We Organize transforms your space from chaos to peace, complicated to simple, and cluttered to calm. If you're in the market for professional organizing assistance, schedule an appointment today. Dial 571-310-1315. That's 571-310-1315. We Organize. Places, spaces, people. You know what really grinds my gears? 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 You, America. And that, people, is what grinds my gears. It is time for Grinds My Gears. Again, the segment Mike and I have been doing for years now. Um, We've been grinding gears for years. Yeah, we have been grinding gears for years. (laughs) I'm sure we're grinding your gears right now, the listener. Um, But uh, you know what? We're going to each give a something that's going on. You got a list. See, it doesn't that doesn't surprise me. Um, I'll go first then, because then I'll let you be the closer with your uh, with your list. Let me just let me just show you how sure. long this list is so far. So uh, lately, I've been thinking because I usually think of stuff on the spot, and then yeah. all of a sudden, I'm like, you know what? Uh, I, I, I'm going to think about this later for the show, and then I forget. So like, I've been like, <laughs> oh writing, wow, that is. <laughs> I've been writing things down left and right to see what I need to remember. That and, is. A list. A I would things. quantify gonna, that as a list. I'm going to keep it to one so, thing, though. Okay. Well, like I said, I'll let you go second because you'll probably have a better one. All right. Um, for me, something that grinds my gears actually has to do with today. So in the area, uh, this morning we had some freezing rain. Um, True. It was like a little bit of snow, I guess, overnight, but it was mainly freezing rain. It turned into more basically just rain, um, and the schools had a two-hour delay. Yes, they did. Um, good, good for Mike there. He get a little, a little more uh, shut-eye. Yeah. Um, but my issue is so when it's snowing, uh, so so in this situation they they did the two-hour delay, and then all I see on social media and in news articles is people complaining that they gave us a, a two-hour delay. Meteorologists were tweeting. I'm confused why Fairfax County or DC and DC public schools uh, did a two-hour delay today. It was clearly just raining outside. I don't know why they did did a delay today. By the so, way, it's a delay to tomorrow too. Oh, really? For what? <laughs> <laughs> so, so the thing I'm is, I'm not saying anything. They already, they already made it, so I'm not going. But the thing drugs. is, is my complaint isn't even about like from that perspective where it's like, why are they doing a delay in my day? You know, blah blah blah. It's more of the fact that. I don't like the people that complain about that yeah. um, because at the same time, it's like, yeah, okay, at 8 o'clock today, um, it was probably more rain than ice. It wasn't that big of a deal. But I think those guys, again, they got to just – I'd rather them err on the side of caution and say, let's just do a two-hour delay. We're not going to call the whole day. But, yeah, let's get the buses going two hours later than they would. Yeah. And then, you know, is it the end of the world? No. But the amount of people that complain about the fact that there it's was the a two-hour delay, it's unbelievable. It's all the time. And that's the thing is when I, when I went out for the two-hour delay – I mean, just just driving to work was. I mean, it, it was it was rainy, but it wasn't. You know, there was still like ice. I had like ice that. on my car. Exactly. Yeah. It's like that. That's a big deal. You know. Yeah. So it's. You, know, th- you would rather them, you know, air on the side of. I mean, you don't want to be. Was it? I think it was PG County or P, uh, I forgot Prince William. Or I, I always get to mix up. Yeah. It was so, someone was canceled. I think Fauquier canceled this morning, and then also I, I forgot. I forgot who else was was in the mix for canceling there. But it's like I started laughing. I'm like. 
These people canceled school, yeah. and it's raining outside. Yeah. I can see a two-hour delay. I wasn't really. I was kind of shocked that they had a delay, but at the same time, I was like, okay, this makes zero sense. Why you know they they would have oh, as Lyon County Public Schools public information calling me right now. Tell oh, me it's nice. two-hour delay. I should play it on air. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, seriously, it's it's just funny because the sole fact that you like you said people can never be happy. No, they're either mad because they uh, cancel they, school, they cancel or school, or they're mad snow. because they didn't cancel school. Yeah. Oh, there's too much snow out here. The kids shouldn't be going to school today. Or it's, hey, it's raining outside. The kids should be going to school today. It's like, look, I mean, I first of all, thank God I don't have that job of deciding that. Um, they're just, I mean, uh, for the most part, you got to cut them some slack when they err more on the side of caution. Uh, because especially a lot of these school systems now, they don't have a set number of snow days anymore. They were, ex- they, well, so in Fairfax County, they don't have any snow oh, days don't. anymore. Um, it's they because they, they extended the school day a little gotcha, bit, so gotcha. they made up for that time. Ah. Um, so you know, and, and school systems do. And I may be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that they changed that this year. Gotcha, um, gotcha, gotcha. So you know, it, but you know, at the, at the end of the day, it's like okay, two hour delay. Who cares? Why are we getting this upset about it? So uh, it was grinding my gears because uh, I was reading the post or something this morning, and like Capital City Weather Gang like tweeted at Fairfax County Public Schools, being like, "Huh," like with the like the confused emoji. <laughs> yeah. being like, you guys did a two-hour delay today. It's like, you know what? Screw off, DC. <laughs> okay, sorry. The, we're not all monitoring the maps, the weather maps <laughs> here, typing Mavis Beacon style, watching the moon and what are the trajectory of the sun and the moon and the clouds. And yeah. we're figuring this out. It's like, oh, look, my stupid phone says it's going to probably freeze and rain. You know what? Two-hour delay. I'm going <laughs> to hit the button. Uh, people, people just get way too wrapped into this stuff. Yeah, that's, I think it's so funny to me as well because I keep track of Twitter and all this stuff. And the funny thing is, like, I always go to the hashtag, uh, hashtag close LCPS. Yeah. Because I always go to that because it's I like so the people that troll. They, they'll say it's closed and it's not. Yeah. People will just put that up there. Yeah, I think it's hilarious because the, the people on there, it's usually always kids. Oh, yeah. But it's like literally they go in there and say, like, why aren't we canceling school? There's a, there is ice on my car. I, was, I started laughing because yeah. I was like, dude, it's it's like 45 degrees. Yeah. <laughs> well, then there's that's the other part of it is, yeah, the, the, the kids that will go, like you said, I've seen it too, where they go on Twitter and they're like, how come we're not, like, they'll get, like, outraged. Yeah. They're, they're, they're tweeting LCPS. Yeah. Like, they're actually looking <laughs> like at LCPS it. LCPS says, well, let's see, Brandon said he's uh, <laughs> upset by Brandon, the Brandon snow. slipped on the way to work All today. All right, Jessica, we apologize <laughs> that you had to go to <laughs> biology today, blah, blah, blah. Um, but yeah, okay. So I think everybody's wrong in yeah. all of this, yeah. and, and anything weather related. Let's just let's just all be like, look. And it's not like you and I. I mean, yeah. You, well, since you work with the school yeah. system, you don't have to go in. But me, I mean, I have to go in. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. I mean, unless I literally. <laughs> I mean, my my commute's a mile. So unless I physically cannot walk to work, most of the time it's like, yeah, go to work. Um, but I'm not against anybody that says like, look, it's snowing outside or it's freezing rain outside. Nah, screw it. Yeah, I think that's actually kind of hilarious. Just just how they. Just the reactions of of parents, and, and, and yeah. I know that's that's the main thing you're talking about is the parents because the kids they just don't want to go to school anyway. So it's, yeah. that's just how it is. Like if it's sunny outside, they're like, "Oh, it's too hot." Yeah. Um, but then it's like all of a sudden you see these parents that you know the same. It's usually the same parents too. Like, well, I have to go to work today, so okay, then find your kid a babysitter or something like that. Or find your kid something. Figure it out. You know, yeah, figure it out. It's not my problem uh, because you always have these issues where they you know kids go out and they slip on ice and everyone starts trying to sue the the, the school system, which is r- ridiculous. But it's it's hilarious. Like tomorrow, 
I thought there might be like an hour delay or go on time. I didn't actually think it was going to so be. So you got a two-hour delay two hour for delay, man. I don't even. I didn't even know it was supposed to do anything tomorrow, too. It, it was, was supposed <laughs> to be similar to today? Yeah. I, I think they're just a little worried because the, the, the problem is you won't – I don't think you'll see Fairfax. I'm going to bring it up right now, live on it. Well, uh, there is a winter oh, – so in Leesburg, there's a winter weather advisory for yeah, sure. Because that's the thing is that because Loudoun is like the very top of Virginia – the problem was they said it was mainly going to stay in Maryland, but because we're the closest to Maryland, the overlapping like advisories came out and basically said, you know, hey, you know, Loudon's going to get a little bit, um, and that's the thing is, yeah, right now I don't see anyone uh, right now that's besides Loudon that's made a call, which is surprising because Loudon, you know, they don't make a call ever. Yeah, basically Fairfax is just going to be raining all day. It's yeah. literally ninety percent and above all day. Um, tomorrow and then Wednesday get a little chilly, um, but yeah. So that that was my grinds, my gears. Let's consult your list here. What do you got um, in action for your for your grinds? What grind? What's grinding your gears lately? So I got a couple things. Um, okay, more than a couple things. Um, okay, first I'm just gonna reel off a few. Okay. Uh, so I work in the school systems. So I, I want to know what did you used to wear in high school? Like what was your clothing like out- outfit? Um, like on a daily on a daily basis, did you, what would you wear? Probably a lot of hoodies and jeans, kind of the staple. Normal. I'd say, yeah, hoodies and jeans. Occasionally, I wear a lot of throwback jerseys. Yeah. Um, hey, funny story. Yeah. Real fast. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's so funny. You always bring something up. Like I always think about it. Yeah. Uh, so um, that's why I think it would be hilarious if I was on RWP because it's so funny. <laughs> I, I crap a lot of stories for some reason. Uh, not great at telling them, but I have a lot. Well, I had a lot of throwback jerseys. So the funny thing is, I actually asked for a Magic Johnson. College jersey. Oh, I have one. Yeah. Oh, did you? I have a Magic, Magic Johnson uh, Michigan State, State jersey. jersey? Yep. Yeah. I, I, I think. I think. I think you told me. And I have one. a Jordan UNC jersey. Ooh, that's yeah. nice. That's yeah. a good throwback. So I asked my mom for a, a Magic throwback, yeah. and she said, uh, "Yeah, they were they were sold out." But here's she gave me a picture of it. It was like for Christmas. It was like my stocking. Yeah. yeah. She gave me a picture of it. Never seen it in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I think she's. Sw- yeah, you're to, gonna be getting this one I day. Sw- I swear to God, she forgot. To oh yeah, hundred percent. I, I was. Oh man, because I, yeah. I actually didn't really care. Because yeah. later, later, I just totally forgot. And now, like three years later, I was like, "Hey, mom, where's that magic jersey?" <laughs> <laughs> I did that move. Uh, I did that move where you wear the jersey over the sweatshirt, um, so you can still stay warm, but you still want to show off stay the jersey. Trend, stay trendy because you can't really show up to school with like a sleeveless jersey and with your arms all over the place. Really. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no. Side a lot boob. of, I'd say it was a lot of jeans and jerseys. So, and then there was probably one phase where I went through where I was wearing like gym shorts and polos, um, ah. uh, which like uh, not khaki shorts, but literal gym shorts and polos. Um, and uh, yeah, those were kind of my styles. Really, um, freshman year was more like band t-shirts because I was you know all cool and stuff. Ah. Junior and senior year all about comfort. Your boy uh, put on a little lbs, had to make sure I had uh, my I was comfortable. <laughs> During the school day, but yeah, normal, normal, normal clothes, I'd say. Yeah, so I work in the school system, but the funny thing I see is like even high schoolers now, like I see them like just like walking around, they're all in pajama pants all the time. Yeah, like pajama pants, flip flops, like they just literally rolled out of bed. Like, yeah, I couldn't bear going to school feeling like I just didn't shower. Like, because when I was when I was yeah. younger, now now I because I, I have to get up so damn early, I have to I shower at night, mm-hmm. so I'm like I roll out of bed and I'm and I get dressed yeah. and I'm ready. But the problem is, is that literally when I was in high school and stuff like that, I said, okay, I'll shower in the morning. So I'd get up and shower. Yeah, I shower in the morning. All that kind of stuff. Like if I, yeah, if I, if I, had, if I got up a little later, I'd shower in the morning because I just like shower in the morning, feel cold, you know, nice and clean. 
But these kids, like, I couldn't imagine just wearing pajama pants, you know, you know, like, like, like you, sweating all the time. Yeah, like and me. <laughs> I wasn't even allowed to, I wasn't allowed to wear sweatpants or pajama pants to school. Like, my parents would, like, because really? they were up in the morning, too. My dad was, like, I remember I tried one morning. I was like, it's not a big deal. I'm just wearing sweatpants. It's not a big yeah. deal. And he was like, no, you, I'm not. And he's nah, like, no, no kid of mine's wearing sweatpants no, to school. Yeah. And, and to, to his credit, looking back on it, I'm like, yeah, you're probably right. Like, yeah. maybe I should have, you know, at least wear jeans and something like that. But yeah, you're right. There are people, like I think I'll talk to Abby later and ask her. She she was definitely the type that I think wore like pajama pants and sweatpants to school like every day. I just didn't get it though, dude. It's like literally I didn't, I, I did not understand it. Because like I'm looking at it and I see them all the time. Yeah. Like they're all they're all in like you know, you know whatever leisure pants and then they wear a sweatshirt. Hair's not done. They're wearing their damn glasses. Well, the funny wore. thing is, you think about the teachers who have to show up to class and like usually all always look pretty nice. Yeah, like most of the teachers will, like will dress up decently. They'll wear like a button up shirt or like teachers will wear nice skirts or whatever. Um, and then you got the people that they're teaching are all wearing you know gym clothes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's it's just kind of funny there. But yeah, I'm with you on that. That does grind my gears. Yeah, too. so that that grinds my gears. Another one is. Uh, the dating sites and how they lie. Oh, okay. So, like, you okay. ever see those commercials like Match.com and stuff yeah, like that? Yeah, So, I, I know you've dabbled in some of those uh, sure, on your other sure. podcasts, I've heard. Sure. Uh, <laughs> obviously, back in the day, though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, uh, uh, <laughs> I'm right? not on dating sites now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, Abby, yeah, you never know. Yeah, well, um, AshleyMadison.com. Ashley Madison. No, 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 that's not me. <laughs> I'm just saying that was the one where, like, all the people, like, uh, uh, all the adultery websites. All right, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, I but remember that. But remember, they, there was a leak. So everybody suddenly, yeah. uh, suddenly everybody's info was all over the place. There was a lot of guys and girls in that moment being like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> like uh, when that list came out, like because you know that like there was significant others oh, yeah. that were like, "I know that he's not cheating, but let me at least just look at the let list." Me look at Ashley, maybe, maybe I'll, maybe like, I'll find someone. Steven, get in here, <laughs> um, Billy. Um, yeah, it's so funny because like I always see these commercials for Match.com yeah. or something like that or eHarmony. Yeah, and they're always like good-looking girls. Like, oh, yeah. oh, we met, you know, like eight yeah. eight months ago. We're so happy. Like, we cannot. And it's, of course, it's like some dude, and he's just like, you know. And then the girl on on Match.com is like, "Come find me." And it's yeah. like, okay, <laughs> like <laughs> I'm looking for a nice guy. Like, yeah. okay, yeah, 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 sweet. Yeah. I think everyone's looking for a nice guy. They don't want to get beat to death. Yeah, um, you know, or murdered. <laughs> uh, like we see in well, Russia a lot. I'm looking those. for a lot of Kareem hunts. So. Yeah. <laughs> on, on, on match.com oh, yeah what if uh, what if you it's like a match.com like list like of all the like diff- possible matches it's like oh there's Kareem Hunt and then there's like uh, like all these different guys in the NFL that have gotten in trouble like oh, yeah. Ray Rice okay I don't want to date him yeah. uh, it's just oh, all this thread going on <laughs> here what are, what are my preferences on that would be good SNL skit oh man but that's that's something that just, that just irritates me because I because I've been seeing him so so much lately and it's just it's, well it's like, just funny because like and look I'm not we're not knocking people that online date like, yeah happens all the time and there's plenty of normal people on there. But at the same time, a lot of it is not normal people. Yeah. And you're not going to find the come match with me, like, yeah. you know, six six foot blonde, just yeah. like model on, on the dating site. Yeah. The model it's is going to be yeah, an Instagram model, you know, uh, getting guys in Abu Dhabi to buy her, uh, <laughs> you know, send her to, you know, whatever and pay like a million dollars. It's that, that's the thing. Like these hot Instagram models, these like these really rich, um, like foreign guys will just pay and fly them out there to like go to dinner with them and stuff like that. Yeah. And like they get paid like thousands and thousands I forgot, of dollars. I forgot if I read that or it was on like a podcast, something like that, where I heard maybe it was on a, a movie or something like that where it's like the, the this woman uh told her story of how she went on dates for like it has to be a movie but like they went on dates something like that over in like france and they yeah. fly over there for france yeah. and they go to like some big party and then they say all right 
See you later. And then, yeah. they, then they leave. Yeah, she's an escort. She's an escort. Yeah, yeah I know. I know what the term is, but yeah. I'm saying I thought it's something like it's, I don't know. It's uh, wild. It's wild. It's, it's wild. an industry. It's an industry. Yeah. So th- that's just been a man. Enough. Imagine being so hot that people will pay you <laughs> hundreds of thousands of dollars and fly you anywhere you want. It's just to like literally go to like Outback Steakhouse with them. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's Outback, but I think it is. It's something that's it's in, the, in the realm of that. It's unbelievable. Yeah. And then you look at guys like you and I, and people would pay us just to like not be in line in front of them at like uh, the airport, <laughs> <laughs> walking in the Southwest, and uh, sitting at the seat. Do you see that one lady? That story. I know we're not doing Pine Pony Express, but there was like that story where the lady got sat between like two big guys and like complained the entire time loudly on the flight and got like arrested, um, like after the flight because she was like complaining so much about the like she was literally bashing these dudes the entire flight like loudly. People were like recording with the camera. You're gonna have to bring that up for next. Yeah, week, so. I'll, I'll find that. I'll I would love it. to hear that. I'll find that. I'll find <laughs> that for sure. Um, um, but yeah, okay. Uh, fake, fake yeah. Uh, lies. Well, the, f- the funny thing about the about th- that one blonde that's wearing that fedora-looking thing or whatever yeah. is that Jen's in the other room, and I'm watching TV or something like that, and that commercial comes on, yeah. and she like she like yells, "Come find me!" Because yeah. <laughs> like, whenever that commercial comes on, we just like yell it. Yeah, because yeah, it's, it's weird. It's like yeah, just, it's just, don't say it's like it's like she's hiding like underground or something. <laughs> you gotta, yeah, get a shovel and <laughs> dig her up. Oh my gosh! So the last one is yeah. uh, on on Facebook. Have you ever seen uh, TikTok? The, the, the ads, the uh, app, maybe app, app ads. Maybe. Basically, it's like it's kind of like Dub Smash. Remember Dub Smash? Okay, yeah, it's yeah. Kind of like that, but it's like with. Okay, like, so we're like, so it's like a lip sync type. Yes, uh, thing. same yeah. kind of thing. I'm getting a million of those things. Really? TikTok, like literally. Huh. It's like. I, I, How lip- come you're not? Have you have you made a TikTok? No, no. Well, like, grab a little. I never uh, knew what it was until they started putting ads on my Facebook. Yeah, maybe a little Luke Luke Bryant. Uh, well, that's the thing. It's like they're weird ones. Like there, there was yeah. one that was like Adam's family, and then they then they they would show like a preview yeah. of, of these people that actually have. What do you want, dog? <laughs> Jesus, get over here. Come here. <sighs> Jesus. Yeah, there's Jesus a lot of freaks. So much there's right a now. lot of freaks on TikTok. Yeah, but they're like they're like has they have face paint and all this kind of stuff. Or it'll be like a like a young girl, and it'll be like emo screamo music, and she'll be like going crazy, and you'll just be like, what the hell? Yeah. Um, it's and, and it's so so dumb because weird. they have these people like doing like acting and out and stuff like that, and they're like two people that are, aren't don't even know each other, yeah. and there's it's like a two parter. So oh. one person saying one thing, the other person saying that, and they're looking at each other. They're, they're not even in the same room. And it's just, oh, I didn't know about that part. Dude, I thought it was just, just it's just lip sync. So you you do it with a partner. Some of them you do. Oh. So some of them are like two like parts. Like a random like, stranger? <laughs> yeah. No, you? no, you don't, you don't get on the app with a random stranger. Oh, they're strangers. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. They, they to you. Like, yeah, they matched it up together where, oh, the, where, okay. where two people are talking. I thought you were just matched with a stranger and you guys are going to just <laughs> sing together. That'd be a great app. <laughs> That'd be a, hey, hey. That's you like know. chat roulette. Fishbowl. Remember chat idea, roulette? You yes. You'd go on chat roulette and it'd just be like, yep, there's another dick. <laughs> and then like, oh, there's another one. And it'd be like, no, that guy looks nice. Nope, there's his penis. Um, <laughs> I remember I did. I went on chat roulette once, like late at night, and like there was like these uh, these like foreign people, these foreign girls, and this guy, and they like uh, they just kept talking about my eyebrows. That's all they were saying. They're just like, "You got some great eyebrows," but they said it in whatever accent they were. I was just like, "Thanks." Whatever accent. It was like three in the morning. It's like I'd rather see a penis. (laughs) I don't. I don't want (laughs) to. I don't want to talk about my eyebrows. Because at least with the penis, I know I can just skip and go to the next video. yeah, oh Chat, my Chat roulette was wild. Is that still uh, like still? It's up? gotta be. It's gotta be. Dude. And then there's Omegle, 
where you heard chat with a random stranger. One day, like it was like my second week on the job at, at my at my work, and like I had nothing to do because it was like yeah. my second week, and I literally was like, I'm just gonna go on Omega Omegle for like an hour, and like uh, let's say ten minutes, um, <laughs> and like so I was like just chatting with like random people. And it's just weird. It's like weird because like most of them will be like not real, but then like I had this like half hour discussion with this person, really, uh, talk, just talking about life, but I wouldn't give them any actual details about my life. I made up. I said I was a doctor. Um, I said I was like a 35-year-old doctor in New York City because who the hell knows? And I was like making up this fake life and they yeah. were like... And, uh, and then it was... But the weird thing like was, was I was, I was kind of like, hey, you know, maybe we could be friends and stuff. They're like, no, I'm good. And then they like <laughs> logged off. So, yeah. After like putting in a half-hour conversation. Wow. And then I, again... I, I actually... Uh, I, one time back in college... It was the weirdest thing. It was like the first time I ever was on chat with Led. Yeah. Of course, you know, you know, dick, 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 dick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, a bunch of Richards on there. Yep. And uh, yep. and literally, uh, like after like the first like four, I actually it was a it was a good looking girl. Yeah. yeah. Which is just like it was weird. Unbelievable. It was a real person. Yeah. That's uh, good. Like you my, guys are both like man. Like <laughs> yeah. You're not a penis. Dude, that's what she said too. And um, it's so funny because like we actually became friends. <laughs> that's and, crazy. And I, I, yeah. Like I, and then her friend. Well, I, then like because we would like just like chat on Skype after that and stuff like that. Yeah. That's when Skype was like huge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it was in like 2009. Time. Yeah, yeah. And we started. To, yeah, we are like I, I'm. I talk to them like every now and then nowadays. Yeah. Right? But they live in Massachusetts, something like that. That's so it's, hilarious. Yeah. Though. So it's like, and I actually became friends with like yeah. legit friends. Like we were just like sitting there talking and BS and stuff. Oh, like I that. still talk to three or four of those penises. Oh yeah, really? Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mark, he's a nice guy. Well, yeah, Marky Mark, <laughs> engineer. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. it was it was just weird, dude. Because it was just like a it was just like a funny situation. There was a, there was like you said there was all the rage for a while was like random chat. Type yeah. stuff, chatting with like strangers or video chatting with strangers because Skype, like you said, was really big because yeah. laptops at that point like started coming with, with the webcams, camera, they yeah. had webcams. So more and more people were getting those. Um, and yeah, yeah, I remember Skyping a lot with my friends and stuff like that too. And then it's weird because like now I don't ever Skype ever. Ever. Um, well, now there's FaceTime and stuff like that if people want to do that. But yeah, that's, that's funny. That's, that's definitely funny. It was just weird, dude, because like I said, I, I randomly, randomly saw this, this good looking yeah. girl and all of a sudden we started talking. Now you're friends. And we talked for like three hours that night. That's insane. Like, dude, it was God, it was, but that's like back in the day when you could do that. We could yeah. be like, ah, oh, it's three in the morning. It doesn't yeah. matter. Right, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be fine. Yeah, hanging now out it's like nothing. if I'm awake past 10 o'clock, I have anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> I like start getting nervous. Like, now I'm never going to get to sleep. Uh, I'm going to be so tired the next day and I'm going to have to eat oh garbage. Oh, my gosh, and, dude. Oh, uh, man. We'll have to get more into chat roulette another day because that was, dude, that, the, yeah. just, just, just some of the stories. There's definitely going to be some. some you always had that, 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 those, those guys across the hall that are like, you know, there's like seven dudes and they're all looking yeah. around the camera like, oh, yeah. Yeah, just wait, waiting for a hot girl to yeah, appear. Like, okay, let's yeah. be honest here. All right, we got one last segment here to go, um, and it will be on the subject of food. It's time for the food review. What the hell is that? I mean, it tastes like a stuffing that you'd stick in the ass end of a turkey. Seafood crepe. Yeah, that's seafood crap. When you take a bite of that cod, it's almost like you've got a breaded condom in your mouth. It's like it's been left out for days and it's been attacked by cats. Dry and tasteless. It's dry, it's dry. How dry that is. Bland as anything. It is bland. Bland. There's no seasoning in there. Everything's bland. Bland. It's bland. Pasta's bland. I don't even think he likes the water. And here we go. We got another food review here for you. I don't know if you can consider it food. But it's something. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's something. It's something. Basically, uh, me and Ben are going to try to cut some LBs 
So really, when you're looking at this food review, it's not going to be anything great. It's just an FYI. Um, so Ben is on this weird-ass <laughs> diet, which I have no idea. I, he texted me about it, and I just, like, said – I did the, 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 the typical, like, oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. You know, I, yeah. I didn't understand any word he said. Um, I, I was going to do Whole30 again, but then I was like, I, yeah, I don't really want to do that again. Yeah. So yeah. what I told Jen, and Jen's going to do it with me, is that we're – we got this like workout that we're gonna start doing probably tomorrow because obviously it's getting late now. But we're gonna try to do something where we like we cut out bread, cut out lots of sugar and stuff like that. Obviously, you know that doesn't like say like oh I can't have that, I can't have that because obviously this is America, you want what you want. Yeah. Um. So basically, <laughs> so basically I'm doing something like that, something a little bit more simple. But Ben's doing this thing oh. where he has turds in his smoothie. <laughs> well, so I'm doing this thing. There's all these different fads with intermittent fasting and things like that. So one of the things I was kind of interested in doing is this thing called the five and two, where you basically fast two days out of the week and the other five days you just eat regularly which for me regularly is like you know uh the the clemson football team eating at the white house but um (laughs) the uh so the other two days um you're supposed to kind of like eat like under 400 calories or something on those two days um so i was like all right i'll try this so i found this product called the fast blast and I was like, all right, it's like this fruit smoothie. It's like super organic and like it's uh, and they had this deal. They got me. It was one of those stupid Facebook deals or something like that. They got me. The advertisement, you, you won. You got me. <laughs> you won. Um, I paid thirty nine ninety five oh. for um, these uh, for two for one week's worth of fast blasts. And what I could have done is take two twenty dollar bills like. And I could have ate both of them and fast blasted out my bunghole <laughs> and, and would have put that $40 to more use than the $40 I spent because so I, I looked at it. There are these tiny little smoothie packet type things. And I was like, all right, I've had smoothies before. They're, they can be OK. Um, so. I was like, all right. Uh, and it's making me sick, like thinking about it, yeah. because I tell you this morning. So it's, how many days have you gone so, so far? Well, no. So I did a, this a little bit last week, but I didn't do the smoothie stuff. I bought them for this week. Gotcha. Because um, you don't have to do the smoothies. You just have to eat under like 400 calories on your fasting days. So um, today, so the schedule was supposed to be six six of these smoothies. One at 7, one at 10, one at 1230, like 3, 5, and 7 or whatever yeah. how, whatever yeah. that adds up to. So at 7 a.m., I uh, take the smoothie out of the box. I take the top off of it and... I immediately realized that the consistency is not really what I would like. Um, it was very slow, kind of sludge-like material, and so I'm squeezing it, and it's not really coming out yet because it's it's got a lot, it's it's got a lot of ways to go from the bottom up, and I'm just feeling I'm like this isn't gonna be good, and I, I'm like I'm curious about how it may look because with fruit smoothie stuff, it, it, it kind of sometimes depends. Sometimes it looks gross, but it tastes great because all the fruits get mixed together. So I kind of do the one eye, kind of look in, um, <laughs> and I just see this, like, brown sludge slowly moving towards <laughs> the opening, and it's, like, very, very slow. Um, and it started looking like some other type of thing coming through an opening, brown brown sludge. Um, and uh, so I'm like, all right, well, maybe it just looks like this. So I... Oh, this is, I'm telling you, I'm, like, sick <laughs> thinking about it. So I, like, take a taste... <laughs> I take like a taste of it, and I like, and I'm just like, man, this this doesn't uh, <laughs> this tastes kind of gross. And I was like, maybe it's because it's early in the morning, or maybe because it was room temp. Oh no! So I give temp. it a sec, and then I like squeeze it again, and I'm like, all right, let me maybe I can suffer through this. Two squeezes. Wait, I thought you said it was a smoothie. 
it's a smoothie. It's it's like it's it's like a, it's not like a fresh smoothie. It's this little like juice oh, packet thing. Oh, it's like it's like a gogurt. Kind of. Or, I was or trying a, to find a, a picture a of this flat. What is it? What did I call it? fast blast? <laughs> yeah, what what, what did I give you, myself? I'm telling thing? you, like I'm gonna be sick thinking about this thing. It was so disgusting. <laughs> so like it comes in a packet like this. Ah, that's like one of those uh, the squeezies for the kids. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Sure, the squeezies <laughs> for the kids. I don't know. Um, and I, I, so I'm squeezing it, and I'm telling you, I have not tasted anything so disgusting in my life. Really? And I, I, I two, two sips, two squeezes. I turned to Abby. I was like, I can't, I can't do this. I can't. I, and like, she was like, let me try it. She tried it. And she was like, I mean, it doesn't taste great, but like, it's fine. I'm like, no, it's not fine. Yeah. This is disgusting. I have to, suppose, She's downplaying it so you can take. Supposedly, I have to eat five more of these today. Um, what? And uh, is there five you, of those things? Because you eat like six of them throughout the day, every like two hours. I haven't had any of them. <laughs> I had the first one. I did two squeezes. The rest are sitting in the box in my room. I don't know where they're going to go, but I'm, they're definitely not going in my mouth because <laughs> that was disgusting. I'd rather not eat than eat that. Why? 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 So taste, uh, zero. <laughs> uh, price, um, zero. zero. <laughs> uh, overall, 0.0. 0. <laughs> it was disgusting. I've had fruit smoothies before. They, those they, they taste okay. You get a little orange in there, a yeah. um, little citrus action. It can taste all right. Um, if they're fresh, they're cold, blah, blah, blah. Room temp brown sludge <laughs> that makes me sick just imagining it. Like my mouth, it starts. To, I start to get cotton mouth just thinking about it because of how gross it was. Um, <laughs> dude, I'm telling you, I will bring one to the show and let you at least like try it. Or we can, like, squeeze it out into a bowl and we can just look at it together because it's the most disgusting thing I've ever had. Oh, my gosh. And I, it's, I, I would love that. It's I would so like, gross. I don't know if I want to try it, but I would actually like to act, you know, maybe you got to be able to see get, it. Get a tiny taste of it. Yeah, yeah, you got to get a taste of it. It's, I'm telling you, and, and that was, that's supposed to be what I, I bought a week's worth. I, I had uh, two squeezes of one. <laughs> 40 bucks on the drain. 40 bucks down the drain. Dude. It, there's no way I'm having another taste of it. Fast blast, man. Uh, here, here's one thing that... So have, you ever, have you ever done a liquid diet? Uh, no. So a liquid diet, Jen got it on me last year. Um, basically, it's actually really, really easy, okay? So basically, you go get you know frozen mixed berries or whatever, yeah. um, and then you get your blender, you throw your mixed berries in there. You know, if you want to, throw a banana in there or whatever. Then do like, uh, you know, uh, spinach leaves or whatever. Yeah, kale. And then well, I don't know. I don't do kale. <laughs> I don't do. I don't do that. Whenever I hear kale, I tried it once and it was the grossest thing ever. Oh, kale's and, not bad. I don't it, mind kale. It, it doesn't taste like anything. Yeah, exactly. Kale. Yeah, uh, <laughs> which makes zero sense. What I just said, yeah. but um, <laughs> literally, it's like it's so funny because. Uh, she she got me on this thing, and it literally was not bad whatsoever because it's basically you do liquid yeah. for four days, yeah, uh, and then because it's supposedly unhealthy, as yeah. she says, uh, you can't keep doing that. So like the four, fifth day, you do like nice lean chicken or something like yeah. that, yeah, and you can cut like eight, ten, ten pounds in a week, and dude, it, it actually worked. I mean, I should be doing it every week, but uh, yeah, I, I like food. Yeah, um, no, but I mean, same, again, what are we on this planet for? Yeah, I don't. I, if not to eat, dumb people, lovely food. I'm, I'm supposed to not have anything to eat today. I may go to BGR after we leave here. <laughs> maybe maybe I'll get, get a burger on my way home, eat it in the car, and then go inside to tell Abby how good of a job <laughs> I've done today. Yeah, say <laughs> yeah. I got I got my protein for the day. Yeah, but it's it's literally so you do you do like the a mixed berry, you do a protein shake, and you can do a protein shake where it has like the the powdered jiff. Yeah. 
and then yeah. whey protein. And you do like you know one in the morning, one at night, one in the morning, one at night. You do, you do it for basically yeah, it's you not know, bad. four days, and it's like you cut real quick. I'll no, just I've had like later. smoothies and protein stuff. Like I've had them before, and they've been okay. Um, I had these like uh, these like milk thing, muscle milks for a while. Those taste pretty good. They taste yeah. like a chocolate milk, but you're like you're getting protein. Um, but man, this brown sludge. Was by far the worst, the worst healthy earth. food I've ever had in my life, and I'm not eating a, a, a morsel more of it. So I have like 12 more of these bottles just sitting <laughs> in a box. Is she, she going to be upset in my room? Well, it's my it's my money, so it's, it was my forty dollars. So I don't, uh, you know, we'll see. Uh, I think she's more disappointed. <laughs> it's like probably you, looking. You, you gave it one one squeeze. Yeah, yeah. I think she's just more disappointed by the man that she stood across from the aisle from getting married to, um, who's <laughs> this guy now can't even have any sl- any yeah. sludge. All I'm looking for is the the extra stuff Oreos now um, yeah. instead of the sludge. That's some sludge. Most stuff, if you man. if you grinded that down and made it into sludge, I would eat that all day. Oh, but I'm telling you, this brown sludge it was disgusting. Yeah. Yeah, that, the, the problem with the with the liquid diet is that it's like, it's like a quick fix. Yeah, like, unless you want to do that, then go back into you <laughs> yeah. know dieting a little bit. I, I'm just trying to cut out sugar and bread because I hear that's the worst things for you. Those are so. those are, and they're also the best tasting things. I mean, yeah, I would eat an entire loaf of bread right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when I went to Carabas, I basically did. Like we basically oh, had. Yeah. I had, like, it was me, like, I was sitting kind of on the end of the group. There was a girl across, Abby, everybody else was this way. They put one thing of bread in front of me. Everybody else had their own things of bread. Um, they put one in front of me, and the girl across from me watched me eat every single slice. Really? Pretty much. I had, like, every single, dip it in the oil, and then you pop it in the mouth. Dude, uh, yeah, I know, you're not an oil guy. Yeah, I, I, yeah we talked about that last yeah. week, didn't we? <laughs> or whatever week it was. Yeah, I'm not an oil guy. I, 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 I'll do it, but it's, it's, it's kind of like mayonnaise. Like, I'll, I'll, mayonnaise I'll, I'll do it. It's not like mayonnaise, because this tastes good. <laughs> oh, you don't. I mean, I like guy? mayonnaise actually. On <laughs> I'll tell you, I'm so hungry, I would eat anything right now. Dude, um, oh my gosh! Jeez, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm actually really hungry too. Like, yeah. I'm, having, I'm having some 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 ramen crap. Yeah, right? yeah ra- ramen's actually ramen's tasty. And, and the funny thing was, the first time I ever did ramen by myself, like it's it's cheap as hell too. Yeah. But the first time I ever did ramen, uh, you know, because we got it just so I could try it. Yeah. And I, I actually keep wanting to get it now. Yeah, be, just because just because the sole fact that basically um, I look at it, and I'm like, eh, yeah. you know, it's 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 noodles, yeah. and I, I so I did it my, fir- my the first time. I was like, I don't really want this, you know, because Jen made it for me the first time, yeah, and she had like it was basically like a it was basically like soup. Kind of thing. Yeah. I was like, I don't really want the soup. I just want the noodles. Yeah. So when I made it, I drained the entire thing after, and and yeah. I, I didn't put the little packets in there, uh, or I put one packet in there. And yeah, then, the seasoning. Yeah, the seasoning. And then I'll, <laughs> so then there's a second packet sitting there, and Jen comes home and she's like, well, "You didn't put the packets in there." I said, "Yeah, I did one." She's like, "Why didn't you do both?" And I said, well, I, I, I I just want the noodles. I don't want just the noodles, I, man. I don't want seasoning or anything. I, I'll, right. I'll put I'll put hot sauce or something like that on there, and it's it's just ramen hot sauce. Yeah, it's just like ramen spaghetti. It's just like no, it's not bad. I mean, I'm not knocking that whatsoever because I think that's delicious. Uh, no ramen, uh, they, but the, the one thing with ramen though is the the, the salt. There's so much salt in ramen. I could it care less. Blow your mind. But yeah, I don't care either. Does salt make you gain weight? I don't know. I don't know what salt does. I don't know about anything. I just know that I had brown sludge this morning, and uh, I've been sick ever since. This is the biggest thing, dude. Is like whenever you see a diet or something like that, they always say like, "Oh, it has you know, you, know, you, can, you can have hot sauce on this. You can have this, or you can you can do you can use hot sauce on anything because all has a sodium in it." Well, apparently sodium doesn't kill you, and apparently sodium doesn't make you gain weight because it, it's I'll on just, every I'll diet. Just eat out salt. There. That's all I'll do. Dude, I'm a salt guy. I man. want a soft pretzel with salt right now, dude. Dude, I just love just a giant soft pretzel. Soft has salt on it. The ones in school you could knock on the table like this because it was so rock hard. <laughs> I still ate it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I still ate it. You just you know, soak it in mustard. 
Yeah, like, it's, dude, it's it's unbelievable. But man, there's no diets better phrase than really soaking in mustard. Um, diets really diets suck. are terrible. Yeah, so that's the funny thing is like for this show, and I'm gonna have to do it for my other show too. It's like I can't be doing pizza every single week. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna have to kind of cut down. That's the thing is I, like when me and Jen, uh, like when, when we went to go watch the the Wizards game or whatever at Miller's. Remember that time? Yeah, I, that's when I was doing Whole Thirty for the first time. So oh, I had right. to ask Jen. I said, "Can I do this on Whole 30? And she said, "She said, yeah, you just gotta you gotta order like one of these two things." And I said, "Yeah, okay, then that, that, that's fine with me." So that's what I'm saying is like literally uh, when we get through. That's why I said the other the, the place last night that I suggested. Yeah. Um, that's gonna be like a it's a it's a friendly place because you can get you know uh, chicken chicken breast yeah, stuff could, like that. Man, we could do some taste tests for some healthy food. Yeah. Okay. Well, not really healthy food, but you know, yeah. food that's not an entire pizza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not I think if, as long as we our barometer is okay, as long as it's not an entire pizza, we're good. As long oh. as we're not stuffing Oreos Mission down barbecue. Our face. Oh man, hey, that was on point though. Yeah, I might. Let's see what time do they call. <laughs> um, call Abby and say, hey, I'm just going to stop at. Uh, so that get some kale here. So that's the food review for this week. We'll get back to um, some actual meals hopefully next show. Um, yep. But yeah, that was disgusting. Fast blast. Don't buy it unless. Unless you're really into black uh, brown sludge, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. That's, that's my food review. It's, oh, it's just hilarious! But uh, definitely next week, check us out. Uh, we're gonna have more sports topics uh, on, on the way. Um, we definitely have a lot of uh, stuff to talk about now because pitchers and catchers are reporting True. here uh, later this week. So that's gonna be uh, me and Ben are, are are big baseball guys. So once baseball season starts, it's gonna be you know because we can break down like five or six games in a week, which is it's gonna be great. Can't wait for that. We're gonna have a lot of you know, live streams and stuff like that, watching Nats games and stuff as well. But definitely next week, uh, we're going to hopefully um, get in contact with Rashad Mobley and possibly Danny Noakes as well. Um, tournament time's coming up for college basketball, so we're going to start getting in that a lot more as well. George Mason, I think they stand at, what, 8-3? and three? Um, I think third or yeah, fourth. Yeah, we got a nice win against LaSalle yeah. um, yesterday. And then, uh, you know, they got a game on Wednesday – um, UMass comes to town. So, yeah, Mason's one of the – I mean, they're in the top four. Top yep. four get the double bye. They get automatically to the quarterfinals. So we'll see if they can hang on. Yeah, hopefully they do because I, I've been keeping track of all my texts. You at four in the morning the other night. Uh, had a little too much to drink, so I started <laughs> looking at sports, and I started texting Ben at four in the morning on Saturday. Uh, but who cares? Um, he didn't respond to me anyway. So uh, basically, uh, that's the DC crossover right here. I think it's episode, possibly episode 20, I think, honestly. Ooh, wow. uh, I think it is, um, because we, obviously we had the live stream, so uh, those don't really count as episodes. But at the same time, uh, definitely thank you all for tuning in again to the DC crossover. Check us out, dccrossover.com, at the DC crossover on Twitter, DC crossover podcast on Facebook, and of course, our mainstream right here on the podcasting apps, Apple Podcasts, slash iTunes, Google Podcasts, and Google Play Music. Any last thoughts, Mr. Simpson? No, just looking at burgers right now on my phone. And uh, where from? Some, uh, from BGR. Ah. Opened up and rest in there. Hey, so. when you said you were having that smoothie thing, I started looking at smoothie places like Tropical Smoothie. I, I've been to Tropical Smoothie. Prob- problem is, man, I, I, I looked at you know, uh, Robex first because I like, hey, Robex is not that bad. I, yeah. get, I get the hummingbird. Uh, but the <laughs> problem is that those, those smoothies didn't realize they're like 80 grams of sugar, um, which makes zero sense because they're all fruit. Uh, but yeah. So uh, I decided not to go for that. So it's unfortunate because t- I think today I've probably had maybe like seven grams of sugar all day. 
um, which Ooh. I'm having a little bit of withdrawals. Uh, I'm kind of pissed right now um, <laughs> to get, get you know, into a mental institution right now because I think I just want to want to I don't know. Um, <laughs> we're both losing our minds. Yeah, pretty much so. Because uh, and like I told you, you know, through text, Jen texted me the or not texted me, but she told me the other day. I think it was yesterday or the day before. She said. Are, are you doing okay? And I said, yeah, why? And she's like, I'm just checking because you've had a lot of sugar and a lot of cookies lately. Because <laughs> we, got, we got Papa John. So the other night, I went out with my family. Uh, real quick story before we yeah, end the no, show. Went out, went out with my family, and I, I was going to get the Papa John's deal because obviously at that time, the Caps won 4-3 uh, sure. uh, against the Avalanche. And basically, I, I told Jen, I said, hey, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to order a pizza for us, stuff like that. And then all of a sudden, I went out with my family because it was like a last-minute thing. I said, hey, I'll still, I'll still order you a, a gluten-free pizza. Um, cause she's trying to eat a lot healthier, too. So I said, I got that. And then I was like, it's 50% off. I have to do something else. That's how they hook you. Yes. And then so I got one of those. I know you've dabbled in this, the, the, the brownies. Ooh. Yeah, dude. Those, those are damn good, aren't they? <laughs> yes, yeah, sir. I got the brownies from there, and literally, I, I scarfed that down. I ha- that was half my, pretty much my midnight snack was half that tray of brownies. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why Jen's asking me, like, are you okay? Because you've yeah. had two, ba- two, boxes of Ore- <laughs> two, two boxes of Chips Ahoy. You bought double stu- or mega stuffed Oreos, which were the wrong ones, not the most stuff. And then you just had brownies. So she's asking me if I'm okay. And I said. The answer uh, is yes. Yeah, I'm doing great. Um, Feeling awesome. <laughs> I feel great, even though I'm oh. 600 pounds. Oh god! Uh, soon I'm gonna be on that my 600 pound. That's right. It's, it's good that we do the show together because uh, if one of us was like super skinny, then this just, yeah. just wouldn't work. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah, one of us would just be like, I don't know what this guy's talking about. Like, yeah, yeah. Eat a whole well, sleeve well. of Oreos. I haven't had an Oreo in five years. <laughs> yeah. It's like I, I oh, run I, cross country. I would eat an uh, entire box. Of oh Oreos my gosh! Right I just now. don't know how people do cross country. Anyways, that's a different story yeah. for a different day. Again, it's the DC crossover. Uh, I said the stuff earlier, um, so. So, uh, Ben Simpson, do you have any last uh, thoughts? No. No? I have zero thoughts. Okay, zero thoughts because you're hungry as shit. Yeah, I gotta edit that now. Damn it! Um, <laughs> all right, this is DC crossover right here on DC. Po- I don't even know what the hell I'm talking about here. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, just Podcast, find the show, Google Play Music, find the show. Just I, I don't even know if you Google it it'll come up. Who knows? Again, Ben Simpson, Mike Cerrone signing off yet again for another episode of the DC crossover. Happy week, everybody! Because there's nothing going on, is there? Not Pitches at all. Catches report. Pitches and catches. Yes. Pitches and, and catches. catches. Week here, Nationals, DC crossover. Take it and leave it, please. <laughs> 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 oh, that's funny. Let's set fire.